Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. Rise and shine, Googans, go time on a Wednesday morning. Thank you so much for being with us. It's a Beatros Plumbing Wednesday from here on, moving forward. Let Beatros be your first call for help on all your plumbing needs in Northeast Florida. One family, one team, one future there, here to help. Uh, more details on that as we move through, shoot, the calendar year. Move through this week, make our way towards Saturday Night Fever. Uh, but we start with the the, the the continuing prayers and well wishes. We are getting a few more details about Damar Hamlin and his uh, situation um, from the from the I don't know itinerary side. There'll be no Bills Bengals this week, as it should be. And then, you know, moving forward off of that, what it means. And one thing has become clear in anyone associated with the NFL, and particularly the players, okay? That doesn't matter. And that's enough, right? They're the ones risking life and limb week in and week out. And so no matter fans' preferences for playoff seats or draft position or or any other factor or fantasy football or, or any of these other sidebars, it's pretty clear that the NFL, the players, unanimously could seem to care less if they play that game or if it's made up. And if they decide that they do and it needs to be, then they'll move forward from there. But for now, the... The NFL will move on to week 18 with that week 17. And again, this is all from the, the practicality standpoint of, of the season and and the reality of, of playoff seeds. And, and it certainly feels like, and it's been pretty explicitly stated, that the teams most involved in, in uh, you know, that storyline, in particular the top seed in the AFC and what that would mean in the playoffs and the chances to win a Super Bowl, it doesn't seem to, to mind you know, to them. And ultimately that's, but it's almost 100%, you know, NFL players almost taking offense that people would, which is understandable, right? They're, they're the ones that are out on that battlefield. And uh, meanwhile, uh, the, the family of DeMar Hamlin, if you haven't missed it, there are some, you know, uh, more details. The family released a statement and, and his uncle now has uh, spoken a couple of times. Um, Dorian Glenn is Hamlin's uncle. He said Hamlin is sedated and improving from where he was yesterday. We're just going to continue to pray. I know he's in great hands with the medical team he has here. They've been doing uh, a tremendous job. So the, the hope is that through continued prayers and the medical supervision that he's getting, that Hamlin's uh, condition will continue to improve. You can only pray about that. And again, not, not you know, cliche prayers for. Like, literally, pray for the kid more than once today. Make it a challenge. I got to be honest, it was almost refreshing. E, I don't know if you saw, but on ESPN yesterday, they let Dan Orlovsky lead their, their desk panel there in prayer. They did that? Live on the air. Oh. I'm surprised they haven't marched on the building and tore them down for right. infringing on somebody's sensibility somewhere, but I found it quite refreshing. That's what's up. Right? I was just listening to, um, you know, before we start, I, I listened to a JR Sports Brief on CBS Sports, our affiliate. 
and he let a listener go on and pray. I was surprised. Good. That's what's up. Good. That's what's up. That's what's up. And and whether you're a prayerful person, whether you go to church or don't, um, <laughs> it works. It works. Now that's not a guarantee. It works this time, but it's certainly, um, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a lot of weaponry to to help get a young man better. Prayer changes. Yeah, the response though has just been outstanding, hadn't it? Again, man, I, it's it makes it comical how we will stir up these you know stories and of division within this country and harshness and civility. Yet it seems like every time some major catastrophe comes up, it doesn't matter the age, the race, the demo. As a country, we respond, and that has certainly happened, um, and, and it's been overwhelming for the family, and that's awesome. You can only imagine how hard it is. So, uh, Anyway, that's the latest on that, and from a football standpoint, that game is off. Who knows if it will be on? I don't, really don't know how it can be at this point. We'll see. And whether they just revert to overall winning percentage or some other factor in setting the playoff seeds. And, and by the way, also, after week 18, the game may be rendered unnecessary. The result of that game may not have mattered. So there's that as well. Um, but certainly, again, unanimously, the, the, the players are putting a, this particular football game way, uh, way off the scale of importance, which is their prerogative, and it's, and it's an opinion that uh, certainly we uh, could and should respect. So... Uh, we will move on to the 18th and final weekend of the NFL season and here in Jackson. Oh, by the way, a, a lot of teams canceled their their media availability yesterday as uh, a, a sign of show and support. Uh, the Jaguars, meanwhile, with a shortened work week, and you're going to hear Doug Peterson talk about that. Um, again, the media availability is canceled yesterday. Doug Peterson's a press conference that, that that took place a little bit later on Monday. We barely got to yesterday. Um, there's still some stuff there, I think, that's that's interesting with this huge game looming on the horizon at the end of the week. So we'll hear from from Peterson on that. The Jags did practice yesterday. What a huge game we have coming up, huh? Man, what a game. What a huge game. Um, it 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 checks every box. For, for your fandom. And there's a lot of exciting news around the Jaguars that go beyond this game. As for yesterday's practice, Trevor Lawrence, a couple of others sitting out. Now this has become kind of a typical. We have not noticed any pullback from Trevor, but now when you really, you know, if you're going to take a fine-tooth comb in your analysis, he's not been quite as good against the Jets and Texans as he was in that stretch leading up, and that will coincide with less practice time. Now, he initially hurt that foot in Detroit, so it was a short week of practice at Tennessee, right? He didn't practice at all that week, and he was fine. He was good. So to make the corollary between, you know, missed practice time and maybe being just a tad bit rustier here these last couple of weeks, it might not be an accurate or fair one. But nonetheless, he did miss practice yesterday. Uh, Brandon Sheriff also missed practice. Man, I don't know we've really – well, I know we haven't talked about it because we've pretty much been off since the Jets game. But Sheriff went down in a heap in that Jets game. Remember with that ankle? That big caveman so-and-so, boy, he hadn't missed a down, has he? I mean, when that thing happened and the way it twisted and bunched under him, you thought for sure he was at least done for the night. Came back into that game and has not missed time. He did miss practice yesterday. Uh, For the Jags, it's all going to be about stopping Derrick Henry. I just don't think the Titans can beat you if, if Henry doesn't go crazy. And I mean... 150 from Henry 
may not slash probably won't beat you. But just can't let him have a monster day. There aren't many players in the NFL that that's a real serious worry. There are not many players that can come to your town and you can seriously, like, like with a straight face, say, you know, as long as he doesn't go for 228. You know, as long as he doesn't throw for 600 yards. I mean, that's the equivalent, man. Right? 300-yard passing game is a 100-yard rushing game for the most part. That's kind of how we've um, correlated it through the years. So imagine worrying about Derrick Henry having a 230-yard rushing game. It'd be like worrying about the quarterback coming to town and ripping you for 640. (laughs) But that's the wild card. And the Titans very smartly last week just fell on, you know, whatever. I don't care what happens. And it was smart of them to do that. Didn't matter uh, against Dallas. They got some playing time for for Josh Dobbs. They played hardly anyone of any significance if they had any injuries. So they're going to come to town and try and make one last stand. And if there is a team that you shouldn't fear but you recognize, I don't think the Titans think they're as done as the rest of us think the Titans are done now. Can, 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 can you overcome Josh Dobbs at quarterback? Playing at a team who's red hot, whose defense hasn't allowed a touchdown in two games? Um, there's a reason we're seven-point favorites. I, I, I <laughs> Against some, with all due respect to previous history and some disappointments through the year, I expect us to win this, year, this week. I expect the Jaguars to be in the playoff and then point to a, an opponent which is going to bring a heck of a quarterback matchup in round one. Whether the Jags play the very first, I don't think there's a throwaway NFL playoff game. I would not get too bunched up over which playoff slot the Jags get. Like if you get 4.30 on Saturday afternoon, that's somehow worse. I just don't, I don't agree with that. Playoffs are the playoffs or appointment TV. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but everything north of like, you know, the Georgia border, is in darkness by about 4 o'clock in the afternoon this time of year. Uh, the playoffs are must-watch. doesn't matter what playoff window you get, and, and you might think that the Jags will get that Saturday 4.30 window if, if, and when they beat the Titans coming up this week. So, um, you know, I mentioned that media availability around the league was canceled yesterday by a number of teams. The Jags were in that group. Brandon Sheriff did meet the media before. Uh, 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 for one kind of statement um, from the Jags' perspective. I'll let you hear that when we come back on the other side. We'll also go um, a little more in-depth with uh, Doug Peterson from his press conference this week. And the renos are coming. TIA Bank Field renovation proposals have now gone public. Man, it sure looks like it. Uh, you hope they can get this thing done. Take you to another level, firmly established. I mean, we got a franchise quarterback. We got a coach. You put this stadium in, man, we are on real solid footing. Hey, what's a billion dollars, right? This is the drill. <laughs> we are coming at you here on a Wednesday morning. We have a new Wednesday sponsor. Happy to get through the hump each and every week, and they'll get you over the hump with any of your plumbing needs. Beatrice wants to be your first call for help for Anything that goes wrong when it comes to your plumbing needs here in Northeast Florida. Been doing it for a long time. It's a name synonymous with with quality and customer service. One family, one team, one future called Beatrice Plumbing. I would I would say right now what's important is for, you know, prayers for him and just, just worrying about him and, and doing everything that we can to pray for him and just uh just wish him the best and hopefully make a speed recovery. It's Brandon Sheriff, the only uh, Jaguar to publicly meet the media yesterday as the media availability. 
deference uh, to Hamlin were were uh, observed in a, in a number of places yesterday. Meanwhile, the the game goes on from the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Morning, guys. Biggest game of the year. I have a wedding to go to. Guess I'll be watching on my phone in a corner somewhere at the reception. Oh no! What? Oh, it's just terrible timing. Who would have known? I'll give you this one too. So, uh, Et, I told you my my uh, sister-in-law is uh, bravely and and successfully uh, to this point. It's you know day-to-day fight, but uh, breast cancer, right? So we did a fundraiser for her, basically a you know show of love as much as or more than anything, and uh, we able to get some things uh, donated. Uh, the station helped me with two. Tickets to a Jaguars game. Now, understand, this was months ago, so we could have picked any game, and we just kind of tried to pick one where, um, you know, maybe the demand wouldn't have been so great. The season ender against Tennessee <laughs> felt like it would fit that bill. Uh, oh, we're sitting there four and eight. Yeah, you got to yeah, take whatever you want, man. <laughs> and now, so now, uh, by the way, that that was in conjunction with uh, Tony Baselli signed a Hall of Fame uh, helmet for me, so just uh, – Tremendous uh, help and generosity out there. But the point being is we ended up choosing the Titans game. And lo and behold, look what the guy who who uh, bought those in the auction. Hottest ticket right? in town. Hottest ticket in town. Now, we say that. Let's uh, do a little exercise here, E.T. Are you a com- computer compatible in there? Can you, uh, can you, lo- get, on, can you I, get on the computer? I love to exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go, to, go to Jaguars.com, if you would, and, and click on tickets. And... I mean, the reports I'm getting or people are saying that there's plenty of tickets available. Is, and if that's so, is that a problem? First of all, any ticket that's available means that any uh, ne'er-do-well mayonnaise, mayonnaise eater from Middle Tennessee who decides to come down will have easy access. That's number one. But, boy, I would have just thought. Yeah, there's a good bit of tickets right? left. That's a, how, I mean, there's no number, right? But there's plenty, right? right I mean, there's plenty. Yeah, you can go around anywhere you want to, can't you? Yeah, all around the stadium. Yeah. So, I mean, which is good news if you're listening right now and you're operating under the assumption, shame on me. I, I thought that this thing would be shoulder-to-shoulder Jaguar fans and there would be no questions asked, but it looks like certainly, uh, as the old saying goes, quote, plenty of good seats available. Well, we got to get out of there and get these seats bought, gang. I know we're just coming off of holidays, but come on now. You know, I, get, I have a, uh, you know, my son is a new father. It'd be, this is his first taste of the new, uh, the new responsibility. Like he'd be going to that game on Saturday night. Not with an 11 day old. You're not, (laughs) uh, you'll stay home and you'll like it. All right. Um, so anyway, yeah, you got a wedding reception there. Oh no. Um, this is an interesting question. Uh, ET, uh, from the text line designed by lifetime enclosures, Jeff, is this a week you would take the ball first to stay ahead and neutralize Henry? We usually don't ever really think or talk about whether or not you accept the opening kick. It's pretty much come standard now. You defer to the second half. And there's a couple of reasons for that. And one of them is this. You're typically, you're typically going to get better field. If you play the game right, you'll get better field position for your first drive by kicking off first. Which, you know, on average, you're going to probably start at the 25-yard line. Well, if you stop them three and out and they punt, you're probably going to be starting, you know, maybe the, the, the 30, 35, 40-yard line, depending on how you flip the field. So there are reasons that you would, um, that, that would benefit you 
by going ahead and kicking off first. It doesn't seem like that's the reason why teams choose to do it. I think most of the time, unless there are matchups in particular, most of the time you just want to put your, you know, you want you want to put your defense on the field. You want to start that way. You 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 want to you know have that ball in the second half. Jags been very good coming out in the second half. I hadn't really thought of that. Um, you know, I hadn't really thought thought of that until the question was asked. So I I don't know if that matters. I I know the Titans got the ball first, and Derrick Henry pretty much ran down the field and scored a touchdown. Do you feel more urgency tighten up a little bit in this game if you get behind like you have in in many games this year? I I don't know. They've answered the bell in late-game wins over the Raiders and the Ravens and the Cowboys of late. But, man, it'd be nice to play from ahead all day. And we've been really good coming out, right? Scoring out of the half. So that could factor into your um, your plans if, if you are the Jaguars as well. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to Logs yesterday before. And, and, and I'm not saying that's going to come into effect here. This is really the first game the Jags have pressure, man. Like real pressure. They're play, you're 4-8. and eight. There's, You've just gotten blown out by Detroit. I mean, to a degree, it's, it's house money. Now, I wasn't talking to Logs about that. We're making a corollary to 96. They were 4-7, and seven, and Locke said, you know what, until the Atlanta game that came down to a missed kick, we, we didn't have any pressure. And then, really, that 96 team then went to the playoffs. And again, no pressure playing at Buffalo or Denver where you're expected to get crushed both times. And the first time, that the only two times that team faced pressure down the stretch was in the finale against Atlanta, which they nearly blew, and the championship game against New England where they were barely competitive. So there's going to be an aspect of pressure. I'm not saying they haven't faced some. Sure, they have. They've been in must-win for a while. But the the pressure to perform, you know, win or the season's over, that's a that's a big jump in pressure for Doug Peterson's team. So here is Peterson, who has guided the Eagles to a Super Bowl, and we we've documented how he has been you know, uh, how accomplished he's been in the NFL. So, cut nine, E.T., Doug Peterson, on just what is the message to your young team this week? The message is just continue to to build upon what we've done for 17 weeks, and and that's improving each week. That's just, you know, staying the course, trusting the process. You know, um, my job is to make sure the guys are as fresh and healthy and all that, you know, by the time we get to, to Saturday this week. And, and uh, it's their job to study the game plan. So that's all part of the that's all part of the process. And uh, you know, uh, again, you don't have to you don't have to go, you know, too far overboard to to let them know that that this is a this is a pretty big game. Yeah, and again, the, the the psychological handling of his football team has been impressive from Doug Peterson, and it will continue to cite the examples you know day after day. But he's pushed the right buttons when that team limped out of Detroit, forty to fourteen losers. To fall to four and eight, it, we we hoped, we talked about, but we 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 tiptoed into draft talk. You bet we did. We bottomed out in the getting kind of hectic. We forgot the hectics yesterday. Oh, I got that on deck for today, though. Yeah, okay. The power ratings. We may just find ourselves in the top ten if we don't. Uh, if we're not careful. You're talking dirty to me, and yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. 
But this is a football team at 4-8, and eight, what Doug Peterson has done to, to keep them believing and now to see the success. And, boy, here we are, like I said, on a short week with the most pressure that this young football team has faced. And I said before, look, the Titans have lost, what, six in a row now? They've been on an abysmal run. But they are also a team that's battle-tested. They, too, know it's a different level. It, listen, you can just call this the pre-wildcard game, and we can call it whatever you want. It's a playoff game this week. That's what makes the ticket situation a little bit surprising to me. This is a playoff game. Right. It's a primetime game in playoff. If you win, the season continues. If you lose, it doesn't. It's pretty um, It's pretty much as simple as that. Uh, and beware, the opponent that's coming to town probably doesn't think they're as done as we all seem to think. You know, they've got a couple of different pieces on defense. You know, a couple of guys went on IR. Um, but for the most part, they're, they're still, you know, they're still the Tennessee Titans. They, they do what they do. They do it well on defense, do the same thing on offense. You know, we know it's going to run through the running back. And, and then, you know, ultimately the play-action pass and, and things of that nature. So, um, look, we're, we're week 18, so there's, there's not a lot of secrets, you know, um, with both teams. Uh, they kind of know us. We know them. And uh, it's just going to be a, a really good football game. Yeah, it, it's no secret, that for, and we talked about it already this morning, but it, it's going to take a big day from the Yuli Bulldozer, from Derrick Henry, for the Titans to win this game. He has to go for 140-plus, and they have to win the turnover battle. If that doesn't happen, it, you know, it, it'd, be hard to, it'd be hard to imagine the Jaguars not winning the football game the way they have been playing of late. Look, the Titans went with Josh Dobbs at quarterback, and which I don't know what this signals as far as Malik Willis and what they tried. They didn't use a high enough draft pick on him to, you know, to not move on if they have to. But the fact that you're into the most important game of your year and you're going with a guy who I believe I saw was on his fourth or fifth team this season. He's bounced around the league. Josh Dobbs spent time here in Jacksonville as well, and somehow that's your best option to come on the road against what has been now the best team in the division for the last month, and you got to beat them with Josh Dobbs. Well, what that means with Dobbs and Henry is just one more facet to the running attack, I would think. And if I were the Titans, I would have a lot more designed runs than we saw Dobbs against Dallas. Look, against the Cowboys, he only ran it three times for 12 yards. I mean, Trevor runs with more you know, production and effectiveness than that. So, you know, as far as making that some sort of – two-headed monster in the backfield. I don't know if that's possible, but you certainly have to be on alert with a running quarterback. We saw that against the Jets, right? The kid came in and uh, Streveler and, and and surprised the Jags, caught him off guard. Ultimately, they kept pace, but you can't have that delay, right? If, if they, you got to come out from the get-go swinging uh, with this game on Saturday night. So here is Doug Peterson on a backfield that now has, you know, Derrick Henry and a quarterback certainly capable of running. You know, Josh did some nice things, you know, in that last game, and, and I would I would anticipate that uh, they would lean towards him being the starter, you know, in this game, and and um, you know, so that's how you prepare. But obviously, you got to be ready for both guys, and you know, um, uh, again, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a rested Derrick Henry too, you know, and and, and uh, we know what he did in the first half of our game, you know, the last time here about four weeks ago. So, um, great challenge for our defense, great challenge for our football team, and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, he says he's happy where the team is health-wise, so that shouldn't be really a huge issue. We did see Trayvon Walker come back uh, last week, so that's good to see. He's proud of the team for handling the business down the stretch. Not easy to do. Not easy to be where they were and to keep fighting and, and producing. And look at some of the late-game heroics we've had, man, right? Although I guess the Dallas, cause in this win streak, it's there have been three emphatic wins now, too. That's also a factor, right? We went to Tennessee. It wasn't close. It was close for a half. Uh, there was, it wasn't close at the end. 
the Jets a blowout, the, the the Texans a blowout, and then the one game where they they fell way behind to what twenty seven ten to Dallas, hung around, kept fighting, uh, won that game. So they've won games now, you know, emphatically, and and they've won you know one score games, which they were you know not having any luck at early in the year. So uh, there are the comments of Doug Peterson as the Jaguars continue to prepare with a short week for the uh, Tennessee Titans coming up this week. Meanwhile, in other news, the stadium situation lingers. The Jags uh, are going to opt not to just tear down and build a new one or build a big new one somewhere else. It'll be a, quote, renovation, but with the price of renos, it's basically like uh, building a new one, I would think. I I don't know. But uh, Mark Lamping... Speaking last week to an outlet said, uh, this isn't a project yet. We want to be in a place where we knew what the renovated stadium could look like. How do you renovate while still trying to play NFL games? Uh, we're in a good spot. If we if we do go forward, we will essentially end up with a new stadium built on the existing structure. Now, we've seen some preliminary stages. And I, I talked to Mark Lamping um, at an event I was at about a month ago. You know, went out to go without to you know, derail what unveiling plans they have. It's certainly going to include the things that fans have been clamoring for. Jags have been playing here since 95. That's now an old stadium. You know, that's, that's now an, uh, that's now an older stadium. I can't believe it's been since 95. Right. Altel Municipal. It, it's, I think we were, yeah, we started as Alltel, just Alltel Stadium, I think. It was the it was the Gator Bowl forever, right? And shoot, for the first five, ten years, even you would call the Jag Stadium the Gator Bowl. And then yep. suddenly the corporate naming just sounds, it seems a lot more natural than it did back then. Because there was a day where there was no corporate naming. You went to Memorial Stadium or Municipal Stadium or insert city name uh, here, Veteran Stadium, Riverfront Stadium, Three Rivers Stadium. But now they're all named, which is uh, whatever, part of the revenue stream. Um, stadium has gone through a few renos for sure, right? We certainly, uh, the interior design change with pools and cabanas and whatnot, but the construction of a shade roof is what really, you know, we hear the most and Lamping knows this. One of the things we found that we have confidence in is just how comfortable a stadium can be that has a full roof. If you're sensitive to airflow, we don't need a climate controlled building in Jacksonville any more than they need one in LA, but we do need shade on all the seats and protection from the rain. If we hope to increase the amount of non NFL business that we can give back to the stadium. So, um, the folks that would be a part of the design would, uh, did Mercedes Benz met life makes sense uh, mark lamping a relationship with with the met life um experience for sure uh, and the roof canopy at hard rock stadium so those cha- now look it's a billion dollar price tag they're certainly going to be asking for money and the, you know the the, the, the the dirt and the dust will get rubbled up uh, the, the importance of the jaguars here in jacksonville is immeasurable so i you know I, I would hope and like to think we would reach the happy medium of agreement as quickly as possible so we can get the project done and enjoy now a football team whose product on field is arrow pointing up, you know, better than it it has, stronger than it has in a long time. And so we'll look forward to, like, the more specific details. But um, 
it, it's needed. It's been asked for, right? I mean, we just just clamored for more than anything the shade and, and the and the protection from the rain. And when you play football in Florida, the month of September and October, the heat and and the rain are both very very big factors. They can be um, each and every week. So um, you know, and then on to the ticket situation. And again, we talked about it here to start this segment, but a surprisingly high, large amount of tickets still available. I mean, I hadn't even looked. I just was going on the assumption that that things were, um, you know, kind of booked up. What about the prices, ET, when you looked? Are they the normal standard prices, or is this like a flex pricing and that because of the importance of the game, uh, the pricing will, will, you know, goes up a little bit. Now, saying that, you know, I really don't know what the initial prices were. So I'm Right. Not, but uh, I'm looking at uh, just on Ticketmaster on Jaguars.com, and it looks like it's just their, their standard pricing. Okay. It doesn't look like it's jacked up. Now, if you want to go into, like, the lower bowl area, you're not going to find anything there. And that's when you're going to have to go into that second-hand market, and, and that, that's when those prices are going to there, go up. Okay, well, there you go. So basically, right now, if you're just going to go to Jaguars.com, so when this says tickets available, that's just people who have bought them. And I say, why are we to that point, man? We need a new system, man. We need a new system. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what the answer is. But this system of putting tickets out there and then letting the brokers or people buy as many as they can and then jack up the prices to sell to just to whoever, it's that, that I mean, that, that's, that's it's a bad deal on a lot of levels. First of all, you're pricing out good, hearty Jaguar fans that would love to be going to the game and were willing to pay the rational price for it. And you're also offering up that seat to you know, visiting fans who can who can come in and now claim them. And then, by the way, give the Jaguars a black eye. Jaguar fan base gets a black eye for having so many other fans there while it's a certain – and I, look, I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't know the intricacies of how the whole thing works, but I do think it's wrong for a ticket to cost $135 and then quickly sell out on the through the website, and you got to go on resale and pay 260 for it. Supply and demand, my boy. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's well, the su- everything. Well, the supply comes from the team, and it should be sold like that. And then when those – I don't know how you do it. I don't know what the answer is. But it seems silly to have tickets all over the stadium available, yet to, to, to claim one of those seats in the lower level, they're going to ask you to pay twice as much? Oof. That's annoying. Maybe that's just me. Or maybe it's not. Um – also had I told you Brandon Sheriff met the media. I heard you. Uh, I let you hear what he had to say about the Demon Hamlin injury and you know what right what is so important right now, including prayer. You know how, how you do have to recover from something like that mentally. Football, especially like for the Bills, right? More than any other team, the Bills. You we we should just completely let the Bills be your guide to the importance of playing a game, when they should play, how they should respond. That's just on the Bills. That's their brother, and it's an NFL brotherhood, but it's. You know, that's blood family there in the same locker room, same facility. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Jags have their own game uh, to get ready for. And and look, it is what it is. It's kind of Doug Peterson's, you know, reaction to having to play a Saturday game on shorter rest and understanding that the Titans haven't played till last Thursday. So, you know, it's a big advantage there when it comes to rest. And uh, thankfully, the Jags aren't uh, bad on the injury front. But uh, here's Brandon Sheriff on... Quick turnaround, important game. Now, just what four days out? Uh, just continue to to focus on the details. You know, uh, obviously the game's on Saturday, so you got you got to speed it up a little bit. But Doug's gonna Doug and all the coaching staff has done a great job. Uh, 
you know, throughout the year, you know, we had that three-game stretch in 12 days, so they did a great job taking care of our bodies, and uh, we got we got four or five days, so uh, we're we're I, I can feel the the energy and the excitement from a bunch of guys, you know, because this is a huge game for us, and, and we're we're excited. I trust the importance of getting the extra day. If Doug Peterson says it, but I still have a hard time believing that it's like some insurmountable obstacle here, right? They it's a played couple on, of hours, really. They played on Thursday at New York in terrible conditions and and beat them nineteen to three. I, you know, I if you if you win the game, win your matchups, win your battles, and and that's one you heard Doug Peterson talk about the Titans. They are the Titans. They're going to try and make it a an, an alley fight on the lines of scrimmage. Now their offensive lines beat to hell. I don't know if that's going to work, and and the Jags should have some should have some luck if they're put in passing situations. Again, containing a more mobile quarterback than than maybe uh, you would have gotten out of Tannehill with, with Josh Dobbs. But um, that, that Tennessee defensive line, you know, including Jeffrey Simmons, got some studs now. So Brandon Sheriff says his group better be ready. Their D-line's... They got a great D-line. Uh, you know, I think we had a hard time rushing the ball against them uh, up front. They're really stout. They're physical. Um, so we got we to gotta bring our A game. And, uh, you know, uh, we got a couple days to, to plan for them, and we're going to give them our best shot. All right. So uh, that's where the Jaguars stand. All right. Uh, let's do this. Come back with a football fix. I'll give you the latest as it's coming now from the family uh, for this, this injury that is uh, rightfully just, just captured the, the prayers and attention. DeMar Hamlin remains in critical condition. The very latest update on uh, he. Um, again, the showing of support pouring in from all corners, from all people is just awesome. Um, an awesome sidelight, hopefully. Ultimately, um, a, a full recovery will make that feel even better. So, all right, we'll get to a football fix. Uh, also, Josh Allen uh, yesterday, one-on-one with Hayes Carline. Got a comment from uh, him I, th- I think you'll find uh, interesting as well. You're listening to The Drill. It's a Beatros Plumbing uh, Wednesday. The Beatros name has meant quality plumbing in Jacksonville for more than 50 years. So whether it's just, uh, uh, you know, commercial, residential, whether it's repairs or remodeling, installation. And by the way, we're going to the South Georgia Googans and all over the Northeast Florida um, area. It's, they're here to help. It's a name you can trust. It's Beatros Plumbing. Man, we want to see a full crowd. Uh, we want to, we want to, we want to, we want to get some outside penalties for the for that for that defense over there. Uh, we want to get some false starts for the offense for the for the uh, for the Tennessee offense. So we need the crowd to be loud, man. We want them to pack this crowd, pack the stadium, pack the bank. Just know we're gonna be ready to play that game. Yeah, you'd like to hope, and yeah, we're getting like the details. Almost everything that is for sale, right? It is pretty much sold out, and you're just seeing resales, and that comes from people who scarfed them up and. You know, there's this also, there's this reality, and maybe this can push you towards that. There's going to be a lot more games like this coming up in the future, boys and girls. And I'm in there! Right? Well, season tickets is the way to go. You don't have to worry about any inflated ticket prices. You get the price of what the price is, because you went ahead and got yours ahead of time. If you'd have bought these Titans tickets, you know, after the Dallas game, you would have got them for... The low ski. A half as much, and sometimes even, you know, more than half as much less than what you are uh, uh, getting them for now. I just, you know, I, I just, I hate the fact that that you could get it for a certain price and then people buy them and they take the profit. Everything is a business now. I, I, I get it. Everything. I, there should be a way that you, that, that the price that the NFL and the Jaguars set could be the price that you pay to go into the game. That used to be illegal. Now it's, a, like now it's the said, game. It's a, and and it's, it's not good. You know, it's not it's not good. It's not good for for the fan base. It's not good for game day experience um, for the home team. It's just not in a game this big and a playoff game coming next. Yeah. 
Be nice to be at our best. Apparently, it's going to be teal out Saturday night. Ooh, I got my teal ready. Yeah, get your teal on, my man. We're going to go teal out, uh, teal pants, uh, teal tops, teal socks. We're tealing it up. Yes, sir. You going? Jeff, you going? Oh, heck yeah. Okay. Kidding me? Yes, sir. Um, from the text line, talking about ticket prices, I paid 267 for a club seat a week ago. A few friends called, asked what section I was in. They looked at ticket prices yesterday around me, and they're selling for 700 to 1000 I believe it, man. Yeah. You do have more and more. Uh, here's somebody who bought theirs after the Baltimore game for 51 bucks. You know, you got to buy it back then. You had to believe. You had to get them. So, you know, to... to to some, there, there are many that are hearing this right now saying, hey, what's the problem? I'm a season ticket holder. I got mine at the price. We're the ones that been down there suffering through uh, all of this in a half-empty stadium. So, you know, if you if those who waited got to pay for one game what I paid for season tickets, joke's on them, uh-huh. right? But I won. What this all revolves around is not even about my opinion on it or the state of commerce in the NFL. I want a doggone stadium Saturday night filled up with Jax fans. You heard what Brandon Sheriff said. Yeah, anything that that works against that, whether it's pricing out or selling to the poll, whatever it is, whatever the elements are, I'm not in favor of. With all due respect to the dude who just turned a four hundred dollar, you know, product profit on his two tickets that he sold. Hopefully to a Jaguars fan. We shall see. Fire the band. We got a football fix. It's brought to you by Allstate Agent Mandy Bowers and Mandarin. Home, life, business, auto. You get it all with Allstate Agent Agent uh, Mandy Bowers. The, the NFL says the Bills Bengals game will not resume this week. They didn't go any further than that. I mean, you do the math. We got the final week of the season coming up. So, you know, if you're exploring options on on how that will affect, I, I guess you just go by winning percentage. If they don't end up resuming that game at some point, and and again, I don't know how you fit it in, right? And certainly not appropriate to play it right now with, uh, you know, the life of DeMar Hamlin still hanging in the balance in critical condition and on a ventilator. His uncle spoke yesterday, does say he he thinks things are improving, but it's far from out of the woods. Continued, you know, prayers, continued fight uh, from DeMar Hamlin. Now the, the response, you know, from all over has been terrific. You know, and as for the game and where it falls, it was pretty unanimous among the the guys that are in the trenches that are on the field that are risking life and limb. Um, You know, unanimously, that has no importance on anything. And if the team's involved, feel that way, then there's there's really no other argument um, as far as that goes. So we shall see um, what, if anything, emerges as any sort of restart to that game at any point. But the uh, the, the, the fight continues for... Uh, DeMar Hamlin and the family certainly grateful for all the support that they have uh, given, uh, gotten, which includes, I think it's up to $6 million now, the total on the toy drive. Uh, so that's a nice uh, sidebar, and it's uh, refreshing to see all the prayers, the public prayers, at least for, for me. It's refreshing to see that uh, for DeMar Hamlin coming from a variety. I told you yesterday on set, they, ESPN let Dan Orlovsky lead the group in prayer live on the air. I ain't the ESPN I've been watching for the last five years, E.T., right? And good on him. Um, that's football fix. We got, I'm tired of the Jim Harbaugh. You know, why does Jim Harbaugh every offseason say he interviewed or talked to some guys? To get like an extra $2 million every offseason yeah, from yeah. Michigan? I mean, I understand if Jim Harbaugh has reached the point that he of, of recognition that he cannot play with the Southern heavyweights. He never will. Jim, Jim Harbaugh will live the remainder of his life, and Michigan is not going to catch whoever the best team is in the SEC. Bold prediction. Um, but this flirt... It may have even been with the Colts last year, wasn't it? I don't know. There's been this flirtation 
with um, with the Jim Harbaugh. And it seems like it's always generated generated from the Harbaugh camp. All right, we got a new Wednesday uh, sponsor. Uh, pleased to welcome on board uh, a name that has been quality plumbing in Jacksonville for more than 50 years, and that's Beatrose Plumbing. Here to help. You can call them at 980-0783. You got an emergency, and they can handle that. Um, and again, all aspects. As the best plumbers in Jacksonville, residential, commercial plumbing, repairs, remodeling, installation. And I'll go from southeast Georgia to all over the first coast uh, and northeast Florida air- area. That is a Beatrice Plumbing. Hick and Rival and more come your way next week. I get Smart John here in about uh, 20, 25 minutes as we're up and rolling and get you through a hump day stump day on the drill. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. I'm out of there. <laughs> Ain't nothing but against the party. You know it! Yes, sir! Get out of the house, kids! Get your rear ends back to school! Get out! Get out! Finally! Get out! Dan Time is he? It's not like he's been chasing around a seven-year-old for the last year. You know what Dan weeks. Time is? You had to wear that robe how you Oh, I walked back to my castle Eve. Uh-huh. And there's no one there. Love him, but there's no one there. There you go. Yeah. We might need to get our man a robe, E.T. Make it, you know, we got two riding and dying with robes. We'll yeah. make it three. We gotta get him a robe. Official drill robe. Maybe I'll just give the little birdie and BWR's uh, ear before Valentine's Day. Oh. Him a silky. I don't want robe. anything. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's what I become. What do you want for Christmas? Nothing. Nothing. Unless it's coming from a different pot. When it's coming from the different pot, I want everything. Yes, sir. Good to be here on a Wednesday hump day. Hump day, E. Good morning. Yeah. It's good to be along here for the ride. Hello, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, listen. As the week goes on, I I become more and more I keep seeing wary wary yeah. of the Titans. Like I like I, I did some I did a deep dive yesterday. I did some work. I did some research. I was a journalist. I went to Google and I found some things out about this Titan squad. Number one, they have had more people on injured reserve than anyone in the NFL this year. Thirty four people. It's every year, by the way. That I, I, I saw a story on that. Thirty four people. Second is Denver, number one, the Jaguars. Least oh. amount of people on injured reserve this year. Oh, yeah. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, it's believable. Take that, advantage of that season. Well, that was also part of the 17 narrative. Seven guys, I believe, is the number. Current, and a couple, by the way, get, they could probably get back if they just choose to leave them there. Well, Griffin. you get eight pullbacks, is what I read. Eight pullbacks you can get from injured reserve, and I think the Titans have used their eight. Uh, they have currently 22 cats on injured reserve. Sometimes they just go ahead and reaching, quote, injury settlement and let them let them go. But of those names, there are some big names now, okay? But, but like, their best in defensive lineman is Simmons, and I think he's playing. There was some talk that they may pull. But Simmons played when we were up there, yeah, too. Yeah, that they may pull David Long, who's kind of their heart and soul linebacker, off IR for this game. Bring I don't it. know. Bring it. There is uh, Fulton is back there. Secondary is in pretty good shape. Where they're really, their receivers are still the same. Tannehill's out, obviously, and that's a big deal. If it was just Tannehill, 
it would be a big deal. And there are still four-fifths of their starting offensive line from back in September are not starting anymore, including Taylor Lewan. Yeah, the offensive line's a mess. Their offense is terrible, Dan. It's it's third from the bottom in the league. With all that said, I also saw this little nugget. Anytime that the Titans are a five-point or more underdog, they're 11-4 ATS. That's against the spread, Jeff, in degenerate talk. We don't know anything about. No, apparently not. And eight and seven straight up. They've won more than half their games where they're five points or better of an underdog. So those little factors make me look and be a little bit concerned. Here's the only thing. A little bit concerned. And I get it, but the Jags are playing good. They're, they're, they're playing at home. They are a better team on both sides of the ball. That's correct. And 100%. Signif- significantly in some cases. You so. know, but they, this is a pressure game. Yeah, I know. It's the only time they've had pressure really all year. They can year. sit there and say they knew they had to win. Yeah, no. They didn't know. No. Because they got a break with Detroit. Correct. So they didn't know they had to win. Right. This is a pressure game. Right. I'm just playing devil's advocate. And it's a young team. I remain confident, Look, but I, I'm still I, – I, I just am not counting my chickens. That's all. You, he, I'll give you this little um, reminiscence slash word of warning. I was talking to Logs yesterday before their season got going. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about the 96 season, mm-hmm. you know, where they made the run. They were 4-7. and seven. There was no pressure. Right. They just went out and played free and right. lose, won some close games. And then the first time the real pressure cropped up, Blew it. Was the Almost. game sixteen game against yeah. Atlanta, who came to town by the way three and twelve. They were all three and twelve. And, and, and it was the first time all year in a long time the Jacks actually faced pressure. They got lucky, missed the kick, they won. Okay, then you go into the the playoffs. No pressure at Buffalo or Denver. Mm-hmm. They were an afterthought. Mm-hmm. The first time there was real pressure on that team was the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. and then they lost that. Not that that you know plays out here, but that matters. It matters when now it really has legitimate pressure this weekend. It matters. Our one-on-one financial poll question of the day. This is another good one. I've come up with two really good back-to-back wow. poll questions. I'm glad, I'm glad you've approved I'm proud it. of myself. I don't know if I caught any grief for this one like I did yesterday, but that's okay, Guggins. Uh, which of these games is the biggest regular season game at home in Jags history? And so, I again, I was researching yesterday. Uh, now, the answer is easy. For the here and now, because I had to list Saturday, of course, mm-hmm. but I had fun coming up with the other ones. It, it's and there, there, there's, there aren't there's a ton. That there's not a ton. Yeah. There's not a ton. There probably there were as we went through the year. They felt bigger. When we I, don't remember. When I that say one. them, I think you'll say, "Oh yeah, that was good. I remember." Yeah, like okay. For example, one that I had to put was Morton's miss. For sure, it was a huge game before, and a game played out in. in a and huge Morton's way. miss is an iconic game. That's number one to me for the Jaguars and. It's sort of our generation's this Saturday's game. Yeah, for sure. And I hope and we, we can skipped, have the same we result. Skipped, we skipped a generation. They didn't well, get we a did. Game like you that. didn't get one, the middle guys. Sorry. <laughs> you uh, 30-somethings yeah. got screwed. Yeah, totally. Late 20s even. Uh, first ever game I thought you had to put down yeah. against the Oilers. Yeah. Yeah, right? Boys and men singing the na- uh, national oh, anthem. Oh, say. They sang it the other day, yeah, the whole game. I know. And, that was one of the first flyovers that and then I remember, I wanted, by the way. And then I have, so I got 95 and 96. I said, okay, I'm not going to put Dolphins. A uh, 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 Baselli-Taylor game was a great game, 28-21. Yeah. I thought of that one, but that was in the 90s, too. I was like, I need something more contemporary. So I came up with Jags beat Brady 2018. Because in 2018, we were, we were pumped up. We yeah, were going to the forgot, bowl, and that was a big that game. That's a good one. The Monday nighter against the Steelers was big. I think the Monday nighter, I, I, 
with Rega- Chris Hudson. Regardless of the era, uh-huh. I think that Monday nighter against Miami belongs up there. Yeah. It just felt it was a state rivalry yeah. game. It was yeah. a changing of the guard. What's was, really interesting is from like 2000 to 2000, like weren't many. 14, we took a nap. Yeah. Yeah, there were a couple, but yeah, what we beat the they? Steelers like 9 nothing in a but, but they was were it, the Super Bowl. I think part of it being a big game, though, is you got to remember. Well, and it's got to be a big game leading up to. Not beca- like, if you're going to just go to a big game, they had a big game against the Texans when Mike Thomas caught the Correct. Right. But, but it did have no ramifications. No, right. Yeah, because we haven't been. So, anyway, your four choices are Saturday, of course, Morton's miss. First ever versus the Oilers. Jags beat Brady 2018. I have 1,100 votes. I would say the top one is going to win because it's yeah. more current. Yes, of course it but is. The, 64.4. Yeah, the correct answer is the Morton miss. Unfortunately, like I said, half the fan base wasn't alive when that happened. Yeah, that was uh, – and here are some of the comments, which I kind of like, uh, by the way, uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's 24% for Morton's miss, only 3% first ever, and 8% for Jags beat Brady. Morton's miss, not even close. I was convinced that Gator Bowl was going to implode. Yeah. Um, if you were around then, it's hard to top that. I was there, man. That last drive was w- yeah. like watching a funeral. Yeah. Then that kick. Yeah. Sleeping on 05 Colts. Was okay. that the 50-yarder by? Oh, no. That's the no. one where they went crazy running the ball. Scobie. But we weren't in any. Scobie's we, game was another one that I thought of. But we, uh, 05, I guess we were a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Um, For the division title against your arch rival in a primetime slot, it's the most important regular season home game ever. No, I mean, it's hard. A lot of recency bias in that. Man, I did love that first Monday Night Football game versus Pittsburgh in 97. But but I will say this. Essentially, there is no difference between that Atlanta game. The the, the division rival is balanced by the fact of New Kid on the block making the playoffs and the way they did it. So, I, I mean, the Titans this week and the Falcons that final week, it doesn't happen very often that the last week of the season at home, win you're in, lose you're out. It's happened twice in history. Those should be the top two. So many people didn't watch the Jags in 96, and it shows won six of the last seven. Watched yeah. the Justin Tucker of our time completely choke to put him in the playoffs. Then they added Jim Kelly's career in Buffalo and totally took a dump on John Elway yeah, in Denver th- and Woody Page. Think about it, though. You had to be born, like, uh, in the early 80s uh, to really appreciate 96. Uh, and, and even that early 80s, by the uh, way, you're, you're 40. So if you're uh, under 40, uh, 96 doesn't register. <laughs> That's just done. Not not like the oh, yeah, I more know. current ones. Well, I know. I know what you're saying. I do know this, yeah. and I, I don't say this facetiously. Uh-huh. Being at the stadium and in the stadium in 1996, a stadium that I think back then held 74,000, Dan, maybe 72, mm-hmm. it was absolutely packed with Jaguar fans. Yeah. I do know that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see as any kind of measure. Well, there's a there's a crisis in the NFL that needs to be addressed by the league, and that's the, the, the ticket resale. It's just wrong. I, I, I would have. Uh, you soldiers? I don't want to be a hypocrite, but I bought 10. <laughs> and I'm wheeling and dealing yeah, right now yeah. at a nice tune, so yeah. I'd rather not you I, go down this road. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. I bought, um, I bought. well, we have ours for this. I'm talking about for this week's game. Week's game. I bought um, six for the playoff game, if we have it. Yeah. And it's expensive. Yeah. It ain't cheap. But. But you uh, got to, we, as a season ticket holder, you got to buy it at least at its face value from the team. Well, so do so do others. Right now, they are not. That's my point. People buy it at that value and then sell it for three times more. So a fan that wants to get in for face value never can. Well, the team is still selling them for face value, though, right? No, they're gone. Oh, they're only all th- gone. The only thing you get is resale at this point. Wait, so, you, so the game sold out. There's a couple in the upper deck and maybe one or two club seats, but the the game is not sold out. There are plenty of tickets available. 
they're just all in the resale market, which is costing you two and three times more oh, than I see what, you're what it would have been. Now, there's the other side. You could have got it two weeks ago, and you have no complaints, or you could be a season yeah. ticket holder, and it wouldn't matter. But, right. But I just, I don't know. It just seems wrong. Uh, Okay. I, 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 For that amount. Yeah. I mean, scalping used to work this way. You got them cheaper. Well, listen, well, listen Pross. I'll yeah. say this, though. Uh-huh. A lot of Jags fans have been getting in for 12 bucks yeah. in the upper deck well, for years I, and years, yeah. right? Yeah. To, so, to watch crap. Well. The Jags are lucky they're there. They well, should pay that's them that's how the NFL there. works. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of see. But what, this I, isn't the NFL. This isn't the Jags making the extra 250 No, it's dudes. Right. It's brokers. Right. It's, right. it's StubHub. And, right. And, and uh, SeatGeek. All of them. Vivids. And, yeah. Yeah, all those all those guys. Uh, listen, I've used. I, I mean, I've I'm used gonna, them lots of times. I mean, I'm not going to die on the wall. Whatever. It's just. It's a shame. When I wanted to get that, we're not going to have a bunch of Jag fans there, or it's going to. This. It may not be full. It may not be full. These secondary. I. I do not think they'll sell all those tickets trying to get you know three hundred and fifty. Well, if the Jags have sold out the stadium. They don't care. I guess. I mean, they do care. Right. Don't get me wrong. That we. We all want it full. Right. And it'll be full. It, there may be. Yeah. Some empty. Some people who don't go. But. Right. Here's here's how I know it's uh, most of the people I talk to. Well, there's a de- definite excitement, and then a lot of people who don't normally go are going. Yeah, and I wonder now. Too- some like I I was talking to uh, who was I talking to? I think I was talking to Ox, and he's going this weekend. He doesn't normally go. He's going this weekend. He was thinking about going to the playoff game, but when he looked, I said, "Well, this weekend is in essence a playoff game, and there's no guarantee there's another one. So why don't you just go this one? And it might not be." And he bought his tickets like a week ago, and he bought them from the team. Pretty normal price, yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So I don't and know. I don't know how scout. You know, used to be scout. I've scalped tickets a million times. Usually, you go, you put fingers in the air, you buy. Usually, below market value is how scalping works. A lot of the time, you're not paying extra for the seat. You're getting it for because mm-hmm. they're trying to unload tickets. Do is there is such a thing anymore? I mean, do you go to the stadium and you just get on your phone and you just wait for that secondary ticket value to plummet as you approach kickoff and buy it that way? I'm sure that happens, right? Rather than eat it for three forty, wouldn't you then turn around and sell it for one fifty if it was yours? I don't know. It used to be that you, you haggled that out person to person, but now it seems like everything would be done, you know, electronically. So that I wonder if that keeps people even away from the stadium in some regards. Yeah. yeah I mean, just around the stadium. You know, it's not like that's where you go to scalp. I feel you. All right, let's do this. We got trivia today, right? It's we Wednesday. Do. Yeah, get smart, John. All right, so let's do that next. And then uh, Murph's here today, too, the Power awesome. Hour. Brought to you by ITP Partners. So looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Uh, we got a good Wednesday. We Hopefully do. We're going to get hectic. It's it, yeah. We got to get hectic today. We got to get hectic. That yesterday. I got a pop quiz for y'all boys. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. all oh, kinds yeah. of good stuff. It's a boom Wednesday. That just happened. Wednesday brought to you by Beatrice Plumbing. Whether it's emergency or something scheduled, Beatrice Plumbing is here to help. It's a name that's meant quality plumbing in Jacksonville for more than fifty years. You just find out for yourself. Call nine eight zero zero seven nine three or visit Beatrice. That's b e t r o s plumbing dot com. Now get smart, John. Brought to you by Cannons of Jacksonville. Come see us at the Jacksonville Boat Show. You know him, you love him. TribuneNation.com zone. Get some John. He's bald. He's beautiful. Last week he had a few extra minutes. We did some extra trivia with him. And nice. Yeah, I thought we were solid. Outstanding. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to say anything, but we were beyond solid the week before. Mm. The week before Flawless. that, we were solid again. We were perfect. Uh, I don't know about all that. We yeah. Had, we had a perfect game. Oh. Hello, Johnny! Good morning, Guggen. Hello, Guggen. How are you? Doing well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, friend. Thank you. So, um, if I may for just a moment. You may. Just when you think, you, you think Washington can't do anything, 
more. Well, anyway, <laughs> Major Tutty, just a total Major Tutty, who looks like a cross between Yoda and a Gremlin. Major Tutty, what? What in the? First of all, and then you, and then you're gonna, you're gonna show him off. Um, second to last game of the season when you've already shot your wad and you can't be in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. And, and then by the way, next week you're gonna retire Sonny Jurgensen's number. Yeah, you're all class, Washington. Major Tutty. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh. Yeah, you know some people just aren't meant to be owners. I mean, they're just not meant to be owners, and. He, uh, they need to vote him out of the club and get somebody else in there. I mean, it just doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. I mean, whether he's tried, whether, I mean, obviously he's not a good guy, but even if he tried to change and have good intentions, you're just not meant to be an owner, man. Just, you know, go go buy your suite and be stay being a Washington fan, and good luck. Right. <laughs> Major Tutty is the new yeah, mascot, uh-oh. by the way, in Washington. Is what Ridiculous. GSK is referring to, yes, sir. Yes, yes, okay. And shout out to Pete Marks. Oh, yeah. Long time Guggen. Yeah, I just saw him over the weekend. What up, Petey? All right. Let's go. So let's get you started with violins. Violins, man. I played a violin when I was younger. Did you? I sure did. He did not play the violin. Yes, I did. I sure as hell did. (laughs) How do I learn this? I took violin lessons. All these years. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Yeah, we, Thank we you very much. That, yeah. Okay. A ribbon of horsehair. You just be normal like the rest of us and take piano. No. Take I had a violin. Maybe we should do a little <laughs> concert here one day. We'll do like heart and soul, violin, piano, duets. <laughs> okay. Don't make me break rib- out the guitar. I know. All right. Go ahead. Okay. A, a ribbon of horsehair is stretched between the two ends of what stick used to play a violin? You better know this. <laughs> That's the um, the bow. Yeah, bow and arrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Who's the violinist again? You are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Breakfast with Baselli. Yes. Yes. In 2014, what Kellogg's toaster pastries hit the big five zero? Pop tart. Yeah. I don't think I've had a pop tart in 20 years. Still love the frosted strawberry ones if I had to pick one. Uh, Mr. Ten on, Mr. Ten on the text line says that Major Duddy looks like Gitsmart John. Is Tutty. that true to Major Tutty. Tutty? Yeah. Does he look like him or no? No, he does yeah, not. Okay, good. I was just being mean then is what he was doing, John. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, well, you, okay. Well, Mr. Tennessee looks like Lurch, okay? So. Oh, <laughs> no, he like yeah. It's to get Major Tutty is a pig. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I didn't know that. I haven't seen, he's a hog. I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen Major Tutty. Yeah, I mean, what the hell, Mr. Ted? That was like, mean. And it looked like Mr. Tutty's shirt too small. God. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Ted's like what is you know, he, Porky never, Pig? Is what they've what done? Exactly. I think he's like one of the hogs. They stole Porky Actually, Pig. I think Porky Pig would be a better would be a better looking mascot than this one. Oh, Major no. Tutty is a mess. Yeah. You know, Mr. Ten, I never liked you. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, we kid because we care. All you know right, that. All right. Okay. I can't Come have on. this Guggen on Guggen 8. No, there's no. Never. Never. All okay. Right. Uh, cars. In cars. Do-do. do What type of notice from the manufacturer tells you your car needs a faulty part replaced? It's a recall, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Thank you, E. Very good, E. E would say that it's an e-call. Yeah. Current it. events. <laughs> Did you hear the category? Yes, sir. Yes. Current events. Yes. Current Someone. events. Okay. What kind of animal recently 
finally made the news again. This one was named P-22 by L.A. officials. P-22? Yes. P like Paul. Is that a... What kind of animal? Yes. Is it a panther? Is that what they have? There's mountain lions they have, though, not panthers, yes. right? Is a panther and a mountain lion the same thing? In California, it's mountain lion. Yeah. You say California, Los Angeles? Yeah. I'm just saying P would be like, yes, panther, like, yes. like their 22nd panther sighting. Ooh. Um, that's a, I don't know. Is a peacock? I mean, if, if, <laughs> if that's what it – that may not be what it is. I mean, I don't know. Well, that that's – no, the, the – the, that would be the best guess. It'd be some sort of, you but, know. But yeah, I, like to your point, I something tells me a mountain lion and a panther are the same thing. They're just called two different things depending on where you <laughs> live. But I could be wrong on that. Um, okay. All right. So, what other kind of animals are there in Southern California that you that really bear? It's a bear or a or a no. I, I say go with the. But I, the P thing threw me. Now that's thrown me. Why would it be P twenty two? If it's a mountain lion versus a panther. But I don't remember panthers in California. Do you? I, I'm just saying. Do you remember a panther sighting in California no. versus a mountain lion? Yeah, I, mountain lions, but I don't really, panther really don't do it for me out in California. Yeah. I don't, I've never heard of a panther in California. So I, Okay, I, hold on. The mountain lion, also known as a cougar, puma, panther, or catamount, is a large cat species to the Americas. Point well, me, it's the same thing. Okay. So let's go mountain lion. Okay. Right. And the others you just mentioned would have been acceptable as well. All right, good. We overthought. Yes. Okay. I, well, I kind of thought we were expertly figured it out, to be honest. Well, why with would it. it be P, though? Panther. Right. But it, we answered mountain lion. Well, because they're all the same. You can, yeah. You, it'd, be, yeah it'd be like if I called you Dan or Hicken. What was the story right. about a yeah, mountain lion family. or a panther? What did they call it? Like, well, they probably the actual it, story. What did they call it? They probably did. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. I imagine gotcha. they called it a mountain lion, but it's designated P22 because right. it's also, a, you know, maybe back when they started the designation, it was. Yeah, it says, here's the headline, mountain lion known as P-22 captured after killing. Boom. It's just weird that they would call it a mountain lion if it's a panther. But they're the same thing. Understood. Let's move on. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like you're not not getting that part of it. I do get it. I just don't understand why they would call out there P and then say it's a mountain lion. Why not just call it ML-22 then? I don't know, because you drive a VW, but you call it a bug. I don't know. I don't know. No one knows. (laughs) That's true. Actually, don't mind today. Yes. Um, crafts. Crafts, like arts and crafts. Oh, it's craft time. Right. Wonderful. Yes. We, yes. Can do, we can do activities. The only crafts uh-huh. The only crafts <laughs> clue I can answer would be Etsy. Etsy. That's the answer. Okay. Uh, no, actually, it's not. Damn. Deve- developed in the 19th century, what is the craft of stitching textiles with a hook instead of a needle called? Is that uh, where is it? Where where it could be macrame, it could be crochet. Cro- Say it again. Developed in the 19th century, what is the craft of stitching textiles with a hook instead of a crochet. needle called? I think it's cro- crochet is more. Yeah, but textiles. Textiles are knitting. No, yeah, textiles are yarn and stuff. They are. Yeah, that's also. Yeah, it doesn't have then to be hard. Then it would be crochet. Yeah. Okay. Crochet is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What is macrame? Is that a thing? It's something you eat. Is that a dessert? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. <laughs> I like it with apples. Is it macrame like a form of crocheting or no? Have you ever heard that word or I just make yes. that word? Yeah. Okay. No, no. Macrame is a th- I, I thought it was, you tell me the difference. It seems like macrame was really big back in the it's 70s. It's a form you know? of textile produced using <clears throat> knotting rather than weaving or knitting. Okay. Knotting. Dan says something you eat so seriously. Uh, yeah, yes. Like a macaroon. <laughs> I like it with apples. With apples. I like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, artists. Artists. <laughs> 
truly the ultimate Renaissance man. Van what Gogh! Artist, what artist, inventor, and scientist passed away in France on May 2nd, 1519? Picasso? France? No. Uh, uh, re, re, no, it's, um, it, is it not? Um, Renoir? What, 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 1519? Get, no, I need it again. We got to get, no, the, the inventor part here is important. What, what is it okay. again? Oh, uh, is it an inventor? Yeah, that's truly, what yes, truly the ultimate Renaissance man. What artist, inventor, and scientist passed away in France on May second, fifteen nineteen? No, I, I think it's the um, who did the Mona Lisa. Who's who's that? Mona Lisa. That's um, d- d- uh, it was right there on the tip. Yeah, I got it. My, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Well, he was Da Vinci. He, yeah, yeah, because he has more Leonardo of a, da Vinci. Yeah, da Vinci. Yeah. Yes. Good pull. That is correct. Very good. Uh, okay, time for your audio clue. Oh, and you've it. got two possibilities okay. uh, for an answer here. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. It's Bananarama. Okay. That's the first question. You are correct. Bananarama, Cruel Summer. That was also featured in a hit 1980s movie. Could you name the movie? You've already really gotten it. This is just extra at this point. Is it... Um... It's a cruel, cruel summer. Is it uh, like Mrs. Doubtfire? And the movie came out in 1984. The movie came out in 1984. Uh, I need a little more context. Oh, I watched, by the way, I watched the uh, Top Gun Maverick yesterday. I huh. finally saw it. Yeah, it's very good. Got it around, to that. Got around to that pretty timely, I thought. <clears throat> yeah, he did. Jumped on that thing. What's that saying? Okay. It, may been, it may have been surrounded by sports. It may have been a sport-type movie. 1984. It's not Hoosiers. It also, it also had sequels. Oh, it's, uh, is it um, is it one of the, um, I don't know. What is it? That doesn't count okay. anyway. We already got the question. Okay. Right. Just yeah, you us. got it. The Karate Kid. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Very yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a nice poll. You yeah. got that right away. Rings a bell. Yeah, okay. No, that was good. But if you had asked me who's the lead singer, I would miss it. I would have said that, uh, is, what's her name? The Go-Go's. Carlisle, yeah. yeah. Belinda Carlisle. It's the only one who missed it. Yeah. yeah. No, but the lead singer yes. is married to uh, Andrew Ridgely, formerly of Wham. Oh, the Bananarama? Well, that's a shock yeah. to a lot of people for I'm sure. Reasons. I'm sure they probably assumed that he was... I thought Ridgely and maybe like... George Michael were married. So no. Well, yeah, no. no. Andrew Ridgely's the forgotten wham. Uh, the P is based on the scientific species name Puma Kunkalor. Ah, Puma Kunkalor. Ah, we figured that out uh, perfectly. Okay, very good. Okay, we've got time for a few more. Yes, we do. Um, mythology. Oh, boy. The personification of victory... Victoria is the Roman equivalent of which Greek goddess? The goddess of Vera? Um, 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 Greek uh, goddess of winning? No. Oh, Athena, right? Did you say war? Did you say war? What did Vic- you say? Victoria. Victoria. No, a victory. The personification oh. of victory. Victoria is the Roman equivalent of which yeah, Greek, Greek goddess? Greek goddess of victory would be. I, I mean, I'm not into the whole the I don't mythology either. deal. So, mm. um, uh, Athena's the goddess of war. That's not yeah. the same. Um, Venus is the goddess of love. Yeah. Uh, there is a Vera, but I yeah, go with it. Vera. Okay, I'll give you a hint. You, that's not correct, but um, it's it's used by a very well known brand. Um, Nike. Uh, Nike. Yes, Nike. Nike. So, now that was a tough one, and that was, and that was a second rounder. That was a second rounder, as Jeff knows. The second round tend to be a little bit more you difficult. Shove your second rounder. Second Let's go. Not that hard. Ask well, a question. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. All right. I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. We're going to use the halftime question to, to, uh, yeah, to finish up. So, um, so uh, excluding Texas, I want you to identify three of the five remaining states mm-hmm. that border Arkansas. Okay. Missouri. Yeah, I Correct. was just there. Yeah. Um, it, Tennessee. Correct. Oh, very good. Um, Mississippi. There you go. Can you get one more? We actually was at, we were asking for four, but you've already gotten three very quickly. How about so, uh, Louisiana? Can, no, it's uh, it's yes, yeah. Louisiana and, and Kansas, right? Uh, no, actually, the last one was Oklahoma. Oklahoma, North. where the wind comes yeah. sweeping down the plain. Wow, we got yeah. it. Nice. Listen, only the one, and that was tough. Although we did okay, pretty happy with it. Thank you, John. Yes, you did. All right, guys, have a great day. We'll here, see you. Get out of here, get out of here, John. There he goes. We, Let's get smart, John. Already beating you up today. Uh, good like segment. We'll come back. Um, Ten-minute drills next. Yeah. We have to attack some sports headlines and Ooh, concepts. And I like it. Rationalizations, rationalizations, as you've said for many years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday here on The Drill. Did it. Right, there's two ways to look at this of what's about to happen. Either A, either A, there's a lot of love right now, and, and we're just all about love, or B, we got a bunch of soft-ass Googans. I don't know which it is, but I'm going to let Get Smart John have the floor because he's a vital part of the program, and he has called back in. Get Smart John, what has happened? What is going on? Okay, so, so Dan, yes, apparently sir. you may have uh, conveyed the message. Maybe something was lost in the translation because yes, sir. I received a message during our trivia segment from, uh-huh. mis- from Mr. Ten. Yes, sir. He said, hey, blank, I can't say the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said that because... Major Tutty has arms blown up like you. Ah. So, so it was a compliment well, as listen, opposed to a Jeff dick. just read it. It <laughs> simply says, Major Tutty looks like it's Smart John. You said. interpret it how you interpret it. <laughs> no, I, I saw yeah. a pig face, and I, I don't know what else to tell you. And in fairness to me, if I were trying to make a thing here, I at the time didn't even know he had a pig face. That's also true. So, yeah. Right. I did. All I did was, and I quote, <laughs> Major misspelled Duddy. Look, and I even said Duddy. That's yes. how literal I read. Major Tutty looks like GSJ. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> so, however you want to play, if 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 it makes sure. if it keeps the love in the building, yeah. I'll take the heat. Take, take now it. get out of here, you so and so. Yeah, I got sports concepts and rationalizations wow. again. I got to talk about a stadium being uh, plans for a new stadium, the house that Trevor built underway. Trevor forever. That's my new slogan. Trevor forever. <sighs> Jags are seeking to make a billion dollar in stadium renovations. It's from front office sports article. It's really nothing that we didn't know, except there are a couple things that are interesting, like. We talked about shade roof over the bowl seats. They understand that the biggest complaint from Jags fans is it's too damn hot in September. I get that, yeah. man. Uh, but And they're going to make the stadium smaller, which, again, go look at what Pittsburgh seats. 60,000 people, man. Right. So that's – the that's now, uh, it's 68 now. It was 76 back in the 90s. Yeah. And – and as Lamping has said, we're gonna said, have indoor pools now. I guess we're gonna we're gonna go like the Holiday Inn Express route. And and like Lamping said, um, you're building a new stadium on the old site, basically, because yeah. well, there's a lot to do. It's gonna be a billion dollar deal. And they went with HOK. That was the other news. HOK, who we have known life. forever. Yeah. Well, they've done them all. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who HOK hasn't done. Yeah. Every time I see somebody. Have plans for a new venue. It's HOK. But in this particular case, Mark Lamping worked with them with the MetLife Stadium. Also true. Right. And and they did uh, the one in Miami's with the roof right. thing. Correct. So 
They know how to do that. I told you, and I think we talked about this off air because I, I didn't know where they were in the like the formal announcement of mm-hmm. things. But I, I, I talked to to Mark, mm-hmm. I don't know, a few weeks back, a month ago, and yeah, he, you know, it is what it is, and hopefully this will, get, you know, get the support of the community and the. Well, I put it out last night, take. and there were immediately, immediately. There's always going to be pros right. and cons. Right. It's all about tax dollars, yes. and look, right. if it's a billion dollars, I don't know what ShotCon's going to offer to pay. We'll see what happens. That's for people to figure out. I just know how vitally important the Jags are to our community and us. Especially so, now. Obviously, I will be all in favor of it. Some of you don't ever care. Don't give it. You're not listening, though, right now. Right, so right, right. <laughs> you don't give a damn about any of it. So and that's fine. That's hey, your prerogative. Uh, well, this, but This just in. It's mm-hmm. not like they're taking our tax dollars and doing anything worthwhile with them. Well, I, I you know. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, you know. Whatever. We got, they, they have money. Well, hopefully they do. Yeah, the the city has money, and Shotcon yeah, has money too. One hundred percent. Shotcon has lots of money. There He's is. got more money than the city's got. When you baby. are a city, <laughs> when you are a city, and you decide to woo and have an NFL, you got You got to pay to. You got to play like the other NFL yeah. cities. Yes. You don't get to then say, "Well, that's X." You know, some right. things are apples and oranges. Yeah. Paying for an NFL stadium yeah. doesn't have anything to do with how much you're paying a teacher. Stop it, because that that's such a that's a that's a. It's a weak argument. All right, me. so Buffalo's got a $1.4 billion stadium deal. Um, and the NFL owners have approved the lease deal for the new Bills Stadium. Aren't they paying for it? No, they're they're getting No, they're getting a lot, a lot of, of money from the city and million? state. Yeah. Now, the state won't give any here. Miami right. will learn that. Yes. But I would imagine uh, the agreement that- for eight, for In Buffalo, the agreement calls for $850 million in New York State and local funding. Yeah. The largest taxpayer contribution ever for an NFL facility. Now, now, Shad Connie could ask for $850 million. Uh, uh, I'm guessing that Shad Khan will probably... Half and half? 300 to 700, three, uh, half and half. Right. I, I, look, if you it's tell me sound, right now, you pay 500, I pay 500. Yeah. Or if I'm Shad Khan, quite honestly, like, I've always wondered this. And, and again, billionaires don't... People always tell me, Dan, that's why they're billionaires. <laughs> they're yeah. shrewd. They don't think the, like you. They yeah. don't think like you, because I'm not a billionaire. But if I was Shad Khan, I'd say, I'll build it. I keep all the revenue. Yeah, right. No. Can't I'll, have it both ways. I'll pay for the whole. Listen, like, that's what Jerry did, right? Yeah. Is Jerry. Jerry Something like that. I don't know. I think, I think Jerry I owns. I think Jerry yes. owns yeah. the state. Yeah, I think so. So. But there's such an entity and there's a value and you understand. Look what else. You know, again, it's not just about the. Well, because here's another argument. Oh, it's a losing football team. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Look at all the things that Jacksonville has gotten thanks to the Jaguars. I'm talking about concerts, Dan. Mm-hmm. The Rolling Stones. Now, maybe they the come The Rolling there. Stones! But, but Daly's places had just, you know, all of everyone's favorite bands yeah. more than once. It's just a lot. That, anyway, on. it's just something that's going to start. To, and listen, yeah, I'd pay. it's good that Those the Jags. Well, of course, we would. Yeah. And the Jags are playing good football right now. It's a good time. Uh, e, can I have some pop quiz music, please? Wow, we're going pop quiz oh, crazy yeah, today. I don't care. He's going to give one. E's going to give one. We still got power rings. We got Daniel Murphy coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. Oh, it's a busy day. This is all on a Beatrice. Might have a prize pack, too. A Beatrice Plumbing a Wednesday. Beatrice Plumbing here to help. Highest attended bowl games this bowl season. Top 10 highest attended bowl games this bowl season. Over under being set at eh, 8. Okay. Um, Seven and a half. The Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl is number one. 94,873. They still love the granddaddy of them all. It had no ramifications. It was the day after, but it's number one. The um, Sugar Bowl. 
Sugar Bowl is number eight. 60,000. Wow, really? 60,000 for the eight, Sugar Bowl. That was Bama a Bama fan. Well, I mean, what the heck, man? I've spent uh, so much Fiesta, money. Fiesta, Fiesta, Fiesta Bowl. Fiesta's number three, 71,723. That was one of the football playoff games. The, the Peach Bowl. Peach Bowl had 79,330. That's number two. You've got one, two, three, and eight. One, two, three, and eight. I think the Gator Bowl may have cracked Gator the list. Gator Bowl cracked the list. Number four. Nice. Well done, Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Amazing Congratulations. You, Shout out. Great job. Amazing when you can get a good game. Way to fight, Greg McGarity. Uh, helps Hats off. Get... Tip of the cap to you, sir. 67383. That's heads and beds, as our friend Rick Catley used to say. Okay, now we're going to have to get... Oh, the Orange Bowl. Orange Bowl is number five, 63912. That's six of them now. You're over under seven and a half. You need two more to be a winner. How many? What, you asked for the top eight, so mm -hmm. I got to get all eight. Oh, no? What? Top ten. Or it's your top ten, and I have to get, okay. You have to get seven over under seven and a half. You want to get all ten. You sure. want to stick it uh, right. and win it. Yeah. Stick it and click it, Fred. Uh, I just, uh, there's one that I like here, but I just don't know mm -hmm. uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. how big the stadium is. Ooh, so that's Big stadium. Tell me, all right. It's not the Bahamas Bowl. The low, <laughs> Don't not guess the Bahamas Bowl. The lowest, the number eight I got, how many did they have? Sugar at 60. I'm going to say FSU Oklahoma beat that. What's that? The Cheez-It Bowl? Yeah. 61-520, number seven on the on the list. Oh, man, I got to get one more, huh? Yeah, you're now at, yeah, you got, you I'm got, out, I'm out of you good got five, seven. This is it. This is the one right here. This is the one where can he get it or not get it? Do you go over the top or do you fall flat mm. on your face like a loser? Yeah. Can you be a winner? Um, be a winner. Wow, this is hard, man. Um, I'm trying to find like pro it's, Oof, where are the games too? That also matters because of a, because of the size of the building. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, I love it. You like that, honey? You like when I think like that? Uh, um, gosh, that's gonna. I'm just gonna. Have to I'm gonna need down. an answer, please, sir. Can I get the number of people or no? Yeah. What's number ten? Number ten is fifty-three two fifty-one. Okay. Right. Need an answer. Go for it right I'm gonna, now. I, 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 all right. I'm sorry. I've, I've. I don't know if this. I don't know where this game was played. That's and, fine. I, and I'm not looking it up because if I did, I would definitely do it. But it's in Texas, and it's Texas Tech. I mean, I'm going to say Texas Tech Ole Miss, the Texas Bowl. Texas Bowl number 10. Woo, we got number a 10. He got it, Texas the, Bowl. How about the Holiday Bowl? I mean, the Alamo Bowl. Alamo Bowl is number 6, okay. 62, 730. And then the last one was? Citrus? Ooh, no. Cotton. SC Tulane had 55 in it. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah that's okay. the bowls. All right. Yeah. So there you have that. Um, that's an interesting. See what we do there, gang. It's an interesting way for us to kind of assemble some information and then present it to you in a different manner. Mm. That's what the pop quiz is wonderful. all about. That is just wonderful. It's not a pop quiz for me or Dan or, or E.T. It's for all of you. It's for all of us. Making your brain bigger one day at a time. We are the drill. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Uh, e, we have a prize pack to give away right now because we can and because we care. So be kind and be courteous and tell them what you're going to win, E. Oh, they're going to win a $25 gift card to Woody's Barbecue. You just got to be kind and be courteous. Holler yeah. at your boy. 641-1010. We got more coming up in the 8 o'clock hour next. Um, Dan Hicken, uh, welcome back. It's thank a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Thank you very I much. Kind of, I was welcoming back the audience, but oh. thank you for remaining through the break as well. Yeah, I'm still here. Um... So I found myself watching a little SEC basketball last night. I think the potential exists for Florida to go 0-18. 
my God. Yeah. They're the worst team in the SEC. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They are. I mean, I'm not even being, like, facetious. I'm not They're going to win tonight. They're worse than Texas A&M. They will not win tonight. I don't know what planet you're on. It's the game in uh, in Gainesville. Play it out here. We're home for the next two. We'll win the night. We'll beat George on Saturday. We'll be 2-1. You're going to beat Mike White, are you? Yeah, we're going to beat Mike White. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's not happening. They're the worst team in the league. They're going to finish last in the the now powerful SEC. That's my prediction. I mean, I think Bruce Pearl... Took the air out, did something to keep his boy in the game at Auburn. There's no way they should have even. Is that been what happened? Here's what'll happen. It's just like remember, remember Don DeVoe's tragically bad Gator basketball team that season that went off the rails, yeah. and they won like one or two games all year, but they beat Shaq and LSU. Yeah. You know, so yeah, they'll win a game here or there. They'll beat I someone, mean, but they are terrible. We have 18 conference yeah. games, yeah, yeah, and they're going to lose 15 of the seven. You think they're going to be three and 15? I do. I, I, I really do. I think mm. they'll be three and fifteen. And I watched South Carolina and Vandy last yeah. night, and I think we can beat both yeah, of them. Yeah, I don't think we can beat anyone. I think we're terrible. Oh, like, man, like harsh. Yeah. Now Mississippi State and Ole Miss are both zero and two. South Carolina is zero and one, along with number thirteen Arkansas. Yeah. Um, that's like seven and six overall. They're going to finish with a you know NIT. We should dream of playing in the NIT. Well, don't worry. Soon they're going to expand the uh, big dance to ninety clubs. <laughs> what is that? What, what was that, by the way? Is that what we need? You can put that on your resume. That's what we need. Another another round of, you know, one a sixteen is one like one time ever. We yes. want to add more teams. Uh, you boys ready to get hectic? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get a little hectic. Right e. after we do hectic, we're gonna have a little proof of performance as the season is drawn to a close. I have our oh. preseason picks from oh, the NFL here. I feel very good about that. All right, good. Let me see what you got here. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, no. Oh dear. Here we go. Power rankings are out. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of heck. All right, I um, listen. Last week, uh, no, it wasn't me last week. Last you. week we were up to twelve e. Okay. Twelve, right? Where are we now? We ten, baby. Ten. Ten. Jeffrey. All right, not have knowing. We not, not have, have we moved into the top ten? Not having, yes. Not, I saw the, the Jags in the top ten yeah. of, of another one. Somewhere. Oh yeah. All right, I'm gonna say we're behind. Let's say one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. Nine. I, I, ten looks good to me, but I can't take his ten. I, I don't think it's you nine. Can. I'll, I'll say eleven. Ten and eleven. Here we go. We start from the top, which is fun because we know we're not in the bottom half. The Kansas City Chefs remain number one. Uh, they went nowhere. The Buffalo Bills remain number two. San Francisco 49ers, good football team. Number three. They have won nine in a row. Were they three last week? They are nine and one. No, they moved up one. They're nine and one since getting Christian McCaffrey. Here's one I don't get. The Dallas Cowboys at four. That's way high, isn't it? The Eagles are down to five. I guess they've just been punishing the Eagles a little bit. I mean, okay. Cincinnati Bengals are number six. You know, Dallas does have the number one point differential in the entire yeah. NFL. No, they're, they, no, they're two. But they've whacked a couple teams. I up. guess so. They didn't whack us, did they? No. Uh, the Bengals are six. The Chargers, potential first-round opponent, yeah. seven. Yeah, that's, these are all teams I've positioned ahead of them. The Vikings are eight. No one believes in them anymore. Yeah, they shouldn't. The New York football Giants are number nine. How, how can you be, by the way, 12-4 and four with a point differential of minus 19? That doesn't seem possible. 
Yeah, I know. Well, they've gotten blown out twice. I know, but it's still three times, And really. they've won 11 one-score games. They, they've That's lost out. three times they've gotten yeah. blown out, including this Dallas, past week. this week, and who? Philly. Beat them like Philly. 41 to 7 or something. Number 10. I will tell you that one of you are correct. They are either 10th or 11th. At number 12, it's Green Bay. Green Bay's getting an awful lot of love for beating some... So, Number so ten, e. Oh, he's celebrating yep. there. Yep. Oh no. Yep. Is a team that. Oh, you restarted it for some sort right. of. You got screwed. Some, uh, he who did? Jags are eleven. Yeah. That's crazy. The I'm Ravens are ten. They did you dirty, e. Who's ten? The Ravens. We yeah. beat. Them. We beat three well, of the top ten teams. We also beat the Cowboys and we also beat the the, the Chargers. So I we mean, should be third. Well, you know what? Here's the be- here's the beautiful thing about the power rankings. Uh-huh. Uh, what really determines the power rankings are the standings, and the standings say we host those teams that are, quote, better than us, so bring it, don't sing it. Sadly, boys. we've lost to 32, 31, and 30. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. If we could have those three mm. back, we'd be sitting pretty. Be nice, wouldn't it? That's okay. We got Daniel Murphy coming up in an hour, so that'll be fun to catch up with the Murphy yes. Power Hour, uh, all things that have happened uh, during this offseason, and plus, obviously, some football talk and Mm-hmm. Uh, and other stuff as well. Um, I have in front of me, no music required, but each year we pick, you know, we, we do all the sports. Yeah. So, uh, you got, would you guys like to see how we did? There's nothing, no wheel here, nothing at stake. No. <laughs> just curious. Yeah, just, like just, whiskers. Yeah, like whiskers. Just curiosity and, and. Are our Super Bowl teams alive? Uh, Super Bowl That's teams. That's what we need to know. Mine is. Uh, Who'd you have, E? Green Bay and somebody. Yeah, he's barely he's barely alive. Chargers over Packers. Okay. Ooh. All right. You Ooh, have, you're close. You have Bills over Vikings. I'm alive, baby. You I'm alive. alive. And I have the one that looks the strongest at the set at this second. Bill, the strongest. I do. Bills over <laughs> Niners, right? Yep. Bills yeah. over Niners, right? Yeah. Now. That's yeah. who I had. Um, we each had Buffalo in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all three had the Ravens in the North, which could still happen. We all three had the Bengals as a as a wild card team, so okay. we got one two there. All right. Uh, I was the only Chiefs believer. I had the Chiefs. You both had the Chargers. Yeah. But then you both had the Chiefs in the playoffs, oh, so yeah. we got both of those there. Yeah. What was that? Thank you. Um, uh, Dan went Titans. Yeah. Jeff and Et went Colts. Oh. Um. The uh, the third. Uh. So. But you had him in the playoffs. The I do Jags. have the Jags as a wild card. Yeah. Uh, I had Broncos. Terrible. Bengals, Jags. You had Chiefs, Bengals, Dolphins. Ooh. ET had Chiefs, Bengals, Broncos. So the Broncos were a miss there for a couple of us, and the Dolphins going to be a miss for you. Over in the uh, NFC, I had the Cowboys. You both had the Eagles. I had the Packers. You both had the Vikings. Oh. You had the Saints. We both had the Bucks. Damn. One game out. We all had the Rams. We all had the Rams. That's the big miss. Yeah, you if had, we all had the Rams. That's the big loser one. You had Packers, Bucks, Cowboys. Packers, all three are going to be in. Bucks, Cowboys, probably. Yeah, I had Eagles, Vikes, 49ers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hold on. Except for the Rams, six of the seven, except for the Rams. Yeah. Uh, and then Et had Packers, Eagles, Niners. He also has all six right. of seven, except for the Rams. All right. Yeah. Not bad. There we go. Yeah. Not bad. Considering at all. that. How hard it is because of all the turnover and the six in, six out. All you need to know is your Super Bowl champ's a disaster, right? I mean, the Rams aren't just bad. Oh, They're yeah. They're horrific. Oh, yeah, one of the, the worst. And going to be for a while. I think so. Yeah. Um, all right, so I was looking at this one Cats Week 18 picks. And this is where I got that information about them being really good against the spread. Uh, someone in the NFL scheduling office clearly hates the Jaguars. 
That's the only way to explain how this game got flexed to Saturday. Uh, not only do the Jags have to play on a short week, but they'll be playing a Titans team that played Thursday in Week 17. So Tennessee will be going into this game with three extra days of rest. Well, it would have been four. You can yeah. look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. the Titans are going to have a rest advantage no matter what. But if they, but if it had been scheduled for Sunday, then the Jags would have gotten an extra day of rest they're now not going to get. Uh, Doug Peterson made that very clear. He would p- prefer to play on Sunday. Look, the Jaguars are the more talented team, but I have a hard time picking against Tennessee because no one is better than the Titans at winning games they're not supposed to win. As I said, they're 8-7 and seven straight up if they're underdogs of five points or more in their last 15 and 11-4 against the spread. I think Tennessee's game plan is going to be simple. They're going to give the ball to Derrick Henry 75 times in hopes of controlling the clock. Well, we know that. Uh, the Titans will be starting a quarterback, Josh Dobbs, who will have only been on their roster for less than three weeks. Josh Dobbs, by the way, is a lot like is becoming the, the Josh Johnson of the NFL, the new Josh Johnson. He's bounced around, man. I think this is his fifth team this year, and did I heard you guys, him say. Yeah, did you guys happen to see the meme of Josh Dobbs' parents? No. You, you need to Google that, and you will laugh out loud. Wait, Josh Dobbs' parents were at the game last Thursday. Okay. And they unfortunately took uh, You sh- come from anywhere when that boy gets a start, man. And right? unfortunately, yeah. the boy gets a start, yeah. he'd probably yeah. never have another one. Maybe unfortunately, be they looked like they were caught <laughs> in, a, in a picture that wasn't it wasn't particularly pleasing. Oh no! What happened? to the eye? And they looked like they wanted their son to be, you know, a rocket scientist, which will be his second job. Yeah, he Yeah, that's correct. He, he literally is. He's a, a rocket yeah. science yeah. major. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the Titans starting quarterback Josh Jobs. By the time this game kicks off, not ideal. But I'm picking the Titans anyway. I'm not sure if this qualifies as my boldest pick of the year or my dumbest. But we're about to find out. Yeah. Titans 2017. I vote dumb. Although, listen, e, we- did you see that art picture that they compared him to? He's chuckling at the parents. Let me go it's see. worth a look. All right, let me go Poor Josh Dobbs' parents. It's cold and rainy, by the way, in Nashville the night they played the uh, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. There's a, pa- there's a painting that they compared him to. It's like that farmer painting. You remember that farmer painting? The guy, the lady. It just... Yeah, it's not good. Hey, it's, yeah. got a, it's got a witch's outfit on. It's not fair. It's very mean, and I'm sorry, oh, but well. uh, that's that's the picture Josh that we Dobbs saw. Josh a great jag here for many, many games. He's a great jag. Did we have him for a whole – I bet we had him for a whole year. Oh, we just, no, we traded for him midseason. Then I think we – Let him go at the end? We might have brought him back. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure we did. Why not? I mean, it's Josh Dobbs. I mean, he's been team. on – like this year alone, he's like Cleveland, I Detroit. I think team this year. Yeah. I mean, just got picked up, man. Like, okay, you start. This Malik kid's no good. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? What that a fourth rounder for him? Third. Oof. Yeah. Although third, I mean, we miss third rounders like they're nothing, oh, so it geez. doesn't really matter. It's simple. Yeah. T- uh, Cleveland, Detroit, and Tennessee this year. Pittsburgh, uh, 2021, uh, 17, 19. Jags for 19. Yeah. I mean, the Steelers have had him twice, and twice said, yeah, not so much. Of course, it is your, uh, he is a former Music City Bowl MVP. Maybe that's what led him, you know, a home, home field there. Something would happen. I uh, did tune in uh, to a little bit of the um, Under Armour game last night. The high school kids. Any you know, anything uh, significant? Yeah, the Florida kid won defensive MVP. So a defensive it lineman. Who was it? No, it's uh, Kelby Collins. Collins. And so that was nice. And Rashada threw it pretty well. He's got a good arm. I don't I, think his stats were any good, but he threw it around. And the Cormani McLean kid apparently might be going to Alabama. He's going to announce Jan fifteen. He's 
But he's, you know, he's like, well, who's still on your list? He did not want to be interviewed. He's like, uh, Miami. I would rather, to be honest with you, I'd rather see him, even though I go to Alabama, just so that Miami doesn't get to just buy, think they can just buy any and everyone. Well, Alabama bought him. I, I mean, know. You know. I hear you. Yeah. But at Alabama, there's a reason for a kid to go there in addition to the buying. As Miami fan yeah. rides off the road in furiosity. Yes. Is that a word? Furiosity? No, I don't think be. so. But you just used it. Well, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, that, that you know, was in, and there are a lot, again, you watch that game, and there's a quarterback in there when I was watching from going to Iowa State, and, you know, some speed out there. There's some players. I mean, yeah. I, I saw that it was caught the very, they were, the game was already over when I saw that it was on. It was an odd time for a game. Mm-hmm. It was like five in the afternoon, I guess, or something, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I saw it at like 7.30, and it was over. And then. Um, Is there still an Army All-American game or no? I believe so. And then, yeah. the, and then the late, no, no new news on, on DeMar Hamlin. Uh, we just continue to, you know, pray for him, and hopefully he uh, continues to get better. I think his uncle said he's— He's talked a couple times. That the, the, the oxygen level has been decreased, that they're pumping into him to 50%, which is good. It means he's starting to, you know, more breathe. Uncle says he's uh, and, still fighting. Yeah. Um, the family just, you know, expressing a lot of gratitude for the love and support they've gotten from all corners. You know, again, don't, don't, don't buy gang living real life here in America what the media sells you, that everybody hates you and you hate everybody and everything's divisive and everything's this and that. It's just a lie to perpetuate the, I don't know, sagging ratings, I would even go so far as to say. This is another example. And, Dan, it hadn't mattered the color, the demo, the, the, the sex. When, when there have been tragedies in this country— People step up, man. Yeah. Step up with, with not just love and cash, but prayers. Well, he's going to wake up and find out that there's $6 million yeah. in a GoFundMe yeah. he started to raise 2500 Right. And, so. and, and again, I don't know if what uh, that – it's just a show of support how the money ends up being used. And it's kind of neat know. to look at uh, some of the donors, like I Robert see. Kraft threw in $18,000, um, Andy Dalton and his wife repaying because they got all that money back when he beat – Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore to get Buffalo in the playoffs. Matthew Stafford threw in twelve grand. Russell and Sierra Wilson threw in ten grand. Tom Brady threw in ten grand. That's what's up. Devontae and De- Devon Adams threw in five grand. Washington threw in five grand. So it's Chris Jericho <laughs> threw in five grand twice. Yeah. Um, so it's nice. I mean, it's nice to see. Well, one thing also emerged yesterday, and, these, and it's really the only Shannon Sharp threw in money. Wink Martindale, not the game show host, but the coach. One thing also emerged yesterday that I think takes any kind of uh, discussion or argument, every other opinion to me is rendered um, unimportant, Mm -hmm. and that there seems to be like a unanimous 100% of players who say, don't even talk about the game. Like, we don't care. We don't care if you cancel it, if you move oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. whether you start it, you don't start the it. The NFL said yesterday, the other news of the day was the NFL did say yesterday, we're not playing that game this week. So, right. to me, it's not going to get played. Yeah, and I get and, – and by the way, while some fans or media or other might react and say, well, what does it do for this seating or that seating? It's clear that the, the league and this player have spoken, we don't care. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Yeah. We'll do it however we decide we want. And if the Bills decide that, well, it is important enough, we do need to do something, then we'll let the Bills and their players and their brotherhood and the yeah. NFL – you know, let them figure it out. Yeah, I mean, listen. Because it will co- – I mean – Bills it, might come out and say we're not going to play this Sunday either. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I, yeah, I don't you know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think – Because it's – today, today so. is today is Wednesday. Right. Today is 
Big time preparation day. And they've been prepping. For Sunday yeah, games. I'm sure they're preparing it to, to play. Well, they were off point. yesterday. I think what happened, you know, more than anything was just the unknown. Like, I don't think you would not play a game with him in his current condition because you have knowledge of where he is and what you're doing and what's going on. The other night, you were, everything was completely, you know, up in the air. I mean, and, and again, I, I can't imagine being an athlete on the playing field or court or anywhere else and you see him with the, you know – defibrillators out oh, that's yeah. a, I mean if you've ever been around those things that's a shock I always think back to you know Florida basketball in that yeah. situation and how stunned and you know just it's you know it's it's one of your friends man it's 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 a tough thing it's a tough thing to uh for anybody to watch and 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 we also forget that these guys you know the, these are young people you know these are 20 somethings who haven't dealt with anything like this ever in their lives and they're staring right at it I mean so um, but from a from a itinerary standpoint, or however you want to put it, the the yeah that game you know don't think about oh they'll play it Wednesday or Thursday or what no they're not playing at any time no and not then, this week and then we'll just and there's also this Dan depending on how the last weekend's game's going it may not be necessary like, it may not affect anything yeah I mean the only reason you play the game let's be honest the only reason it will be played would be for playoff positioning correct yes there's no other reason to play the game I mean it, it no. fails in importance for. Even that, it, it's dwarfed in, on the important scale. But that the only reason you would play it would be to, you know, yeah. for that that establishment. And so, you know, the Bills lose this week. They couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I I will be – it'll be interesting if there is a plan. Like, if it matters, you know, from a, yeah. from a playing standpoint, from a schedule, uh, from a standing standpoint, if it matters, if they make any – yeah. uh, but again, I'll leave that in the in the in the hands of the NFL players and their teams and yeah everybody kind of knows now what's at stake we've gone over the playoff scenario um a lot remember the Jags still because of what happened this past weekend still have an opportunity as a wild card if the unthinkable happened and they lose Saturday however pretty that includes eh, Cleveland beating Pittsburgh will be a tough one I think but the other ones are are viable they're all viable but that would be the longest shot I think but Cleveland you know they just they're they're only three games right yeah Uh, yeah there's three which I mean like like Three weeks ago, there were eight things that had to happen. So, well, there were, well, yeah, there were right. five, and and then two of them happened this weekend. That had to happen. They did happen. Pittsburgh was a variable. They, if Pittsburgh had lost to Baltimore, they would have a real legitimate shot of still getting into the postseason. But so you need the what? The, the the Jets have to beat the Dolphins. Is that what it is? That's an even spread. Yeah. The uh, Browns have to beat the Steelers. Pittsburgh is only a three point favorite. Yeah, I and mean, the Bills it, beat New England. And the Bills are a big favorite in yeah. that one, so that is the most likely. So New England loses to the Bills, I'd say, is happening. Yeah, most likely. Mm-hmm. But the Jets at the Jets would be winning in Miami. It's a coin flip. Miami yeah. has a pretty good chance if they win, don't they? I believe so. Uh, the Patriots would have to lose, and probably the Steelers, and they'd be in. Yeah. So uh, that's the AFC, and then the NFC again. Philadelphia still needs to win uh, to to lock up uh, home field. That. Uh, uh, and again, or um, then one seat. Too. Just as a as a sidebar fact, but mm-hmm. that Bengals Bills game that was canceled could have affected the Jacks playoff opponent. Yes, because the Bengals could have become the top wild yes. card, and then they would have come here. Either way, we are set up for some kind of um, hyped up quarterback matchup in round one of the playoffs. Should should the Jacks win Saturday? Yeah, I would think. Right, that, you're going to have either uh, Lawrence against Herbert. Yeah, or you have Lawrence against Lamar. Yeah, or you'd have Lawrence against Burrow. Which I don't think Lamar you can do hasn't now. been back either. By no. the way, did Lamar 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 gambled on himself this year? Did he help or hurt the cause? Hurt. 
Yeah, yeah right. That's just reality. Although right? I will say this, I don't although know if, they know how important he is because absolutely. they, they think, ain't winning without him. Well, any going to get? I mean, bare minimum, any going to get the forty-five million franchise? Yes, you didn't lose then. You're not letting him go. At, at the worst, <laughs> it's a push. Why? What did he turn down? He turned down two fifty for six years. Or but something. he's only going to get the franchise for another year or two. But still, if I'm, it's got to make a hundred million. I'll be honest, man. If I'm Baltimore, I'm franchising him. I'm franchising them if again. If he didn't take what I'd, I'd have to. I've offered you what I can offer you. I'm not going to offer you any more than that. I, I love you. You mean a lot. I honestly think, and I could be wrong. Like, do you think Lamar Jackson will ever win another NFL MVP? No. I don't either. No. I don't think he'll come close. Do you, Jeff, think Lamar Jackson will win an NFL MVP no. again? Mm-mm. No. Too many I good think, young quarterbacks. Yeah, I think we've seen the best of Lamar. Lamar turned down a five-year contract extension worth $250 million, $133 million guaranteed. You, if you play the, the the franchise game for two years, you're going to get just about that much guarantee. Can you get franchise for, th- I think it's three, yeah, right? But, by, but three, then you're yeah. automatic by, free agent. Well, and by then you're paying like $60 million yeah. or oh, something. Oh, way yeah. more than that as a, as a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean for one year. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's got, what did he get this year, 40 some, And then he'll get next year, he'll probably get 50 And then the year after that, he'll get 55 <laughs> Three year 150 Yeah. A lot of cash. I, I don't, I, but we talked about this the week that Lamar came to town, and then we saw it in that game that week. Yeah. I don't know what, you can't pay Lamar like he's those other guys. No. Because he's not a passing quarterback. No. And does that kill you over 17 games? No, not at all. It's an advantage. But when it's the fourth quarter, yeah. and you're down three, and you got a minute and a half, I can't have my guy, oh, that's great, he can wiggle for 14 yards, but that, I can't, that's if that's what he does best, it has to be what, what you can add. It can't be what you do best. I think there are so many. Like Justin Fields, what he does best is run. He won't win. He I won't saw... win at the high level. Let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll come back. I want to talk about um, David Carr had some interesting thoughts about his brother. He's... I thought Derek Carr did an ultimate weak sauce move. I agree. But when I listened to David Carr, I, I did rethink it a little bit in the respect that David Carr didn't put it so much on his brother. Now it's his brother. As they he told didn't... him to go. Well, then he should be out front of it saying, listen, they told me to go. Yeah. He's got to find a job somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw a lot. He, of- he, David Carr had some good points. It's a tough gig, man, and but they get paid handsomely. Nobody feels sorry for you guys. No, you stay you, you, you know. stay, and you mentor Stidham, and you're there if he gets hurt. You don't take your ball and go home. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I do think that may have come more from the Vegas side. Well, but we'll talk about that when yeah. we come back. All this right. is the drill. E.T. Uh, has a pop quiz he's been dying to give us, too. Yeah, and we'll do that next. Yeah. It's electric. All right, 833, good morning, Jacksonville. Okay, a couple things. Uh, let's talk Vegas Raiders and David Carr. Okay. And then we'll get Derek e- Carr. E- well, and David Carr's David. comments. Sure. Yeah. Brother. Brother. Who was a miserable failure for the Houston Texans. Oh, they blame the offensive line, but yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. I don't think that the offensive line in and of itself is what exposed you. Right. Right. So, anyway. Joe Burrow got hit a little bit. and He yeah. made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, Dave, yeah. David Carr gets the biggest pass in the history of football, in my mind. David Carr is a good, not a great quarterback. David Carr and Kirk Cousins are the same guy to me. Derek Carr. Now you're talking about Derek Carr. Now I'm talking about Derek Carr. Derek Carr and uh, uh, Bill Cousins are the same guy to me. Yes, Cousins they, is They both do have great stats. They don't win. And the Vikings are going to screw my Super Bowl pickup, Skull Vikings, and they're going to lose in like the first round. Anyway, so David, who's on NFL Network. Um, and he's taken up for his brother before. Yeah, and Always that's fine. Does. He should. I, I got that. He's yeah. reinvigorated. The Raiders are going to seek a trade, and they're going to bring trades. 
which Derek has a no-trade clause. He's going to look for teams that have a stable situation between their head coach and their ownership. He's also going to be looking for a team that wants a quarterback with a reputation for game-winning drives and fourth-quarter comebacks. We'll see what happens. He says he's upset. Um, all he did was go out and be the all-time leading passer in the history of the Raiders. So when I look at this, it wasn't Derek that changed. It was the Raiders that changed. So when I go forward with Derek, the conversation about him being retired a Raider is no longer an option. He's going to play football again. Of course he is. Um, I mean, I don't know what they expect. Derek Carr was a second-round pick. He's been good, not great. He's David Carr credited his brother for remaining loyal to the organization through constant turmoil, and that is true, and turnover through the years. Um, well, what's your other option? Derek Carr got on the phone himself to make sure that they were able to get Devontae Adams. The trade was dead. The Packers and Raiders were not going to trade. He got on the phone and made it happen, so he's bringing people in. Um he was fully invested. Six head coaches. Khalil Mack gets traded. Amari Cooper shipped off. Gruden gets fired. He's going through the turmoil. He never called out a coach, never called out the organization, never called out the top brass, never said anything. All he did was try to bring people in. He tried to bring in his best friend, which he was successful at. Okay, so. there's the only problem I have with this. Mm-hmm. And well, Of course he's going to say these things. That's well, not his just that. Not just, it's not just that he's saying these things. I, mm-hmm. I don't put as much stock in what he's saying as maybe he does or, or, or others do. Mm-hmm. We tell ourselves this. You tell your kids this. It's good advice. You don't get extra credit for doing what you're supposed to do. Right. I mean, I don't want to tell you. The guy three years ago signed a three-year, mm-hmm. uh, $141 million contract. Mm-hmm. So I would expect him to be loyal. Yeah. And if the team stinks and is going through a bunch of quarterback, a yeah. bunch of coaches, yeah. guess who might be kind of responsible for all that upheaval? Yeah. A quarterback who has not taken the I second I was listening step. to uh, Boomer Esiason the other day. He does a show in New York. Um, in the mornings, uh, we get higher ratings, but that's not neither here nor there. <laughs> um, and Norman Julius Esiason, they call him Boomer, said, trust me on this, Derek Carr, he ain't built for New York. And I would agree with that. I no, would agree with that. Derek, right after a game yeah, Derek Carr is, 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 he needs to be a quarterback in, you know, a small market. Crying has his place in life. I'm not, this isn't some, ooh, sure. men can't cry. Quarterbacks can't cry. I'm sorry. Quarterbacks yeah. can't go up to the podium week 12 yeah. and cry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, he has not had a good year this year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, by the way, is 10th in quarterback rating, that. which is nice. Top 10, 95.4. I like that. Right between Dak and Andy Dalton. I liked the touchdown interception ratio uh, rate he was on. And then the last two weeks, he. Well, he's still 24 and 8. Yeah, that's but. 3 to 1. That's he was really be, good. It could have been 30, though, is what I'm saying. He hadn't yeah. had any the last two weeks. I mean, Mahomes is is the elite guy. He's over 5,000 yards for the second time. He's got 40 tutties, major, and he's got 12 picks. All right? Yeah, he, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the other touch, in fairness, though, the touchdown numbers overall They're down. are down, right? Yeah, Geno's got 29. Joe Burrow's got 34. Jared Goff's got 29. Josh Allen has 32. But I'm looking at Brady, 24. Herbert, yeah. only 23. Um, that was the other thing I was going to say about the Raiders. By the way, is it is it not a done deal yet that Tom Brady is going to be the quarterback of the Vegas Raiders next year. Seems like it. He's going to go reunite with Josh McDaniels. That's a good team. You yeah. got a tight end. You got a yeah. receiver. You've got a he can get out. He can resign get, Jacobs. He take can a get deal. out of the watchful eye of the beak who bought a house right across, I guess, so she can flaunt whatever He's 17-year-old boyfriend she has coming over this week. ET. Damn, and these are just lies. He is uh, He's playing again because he's a he's an addict, yeah. and he can't give it up. He, well, is, a, he is an addict. And, well, he's got a 90 And he quarter- just had a good game, so he's he'll 24, play. 24-9 with yeah. a 90 quarterback rating. Yeah. Earned you a starting job if you want to still play. 
Yeah. But he's definitely, look, dude's 45. But yeah. he's not this, you know. Yeah, but if he throws for 390 yards, he'll throw for 5,000 yards this year. it doesn't matter. He's not the same. You've watched him, right? Yeah. We've seen him. He's not the same. He doesn't have that same. The team wasn't the same. The he misses got... a lot of guys, though, Hick. Forget the O-line. Just where he's never done that before. Do you want to play him in the playoffs? I, I would I would want to play him over some of my yeah. options. You think that Tampa will Dallas will yeah beat the hell out of Tampa? I don't know if they'll beat the hell out of them. I think they'll win. Okay. I mean, you're talking about a Tampa Who team. Who would you rather play, uh, 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 Tampa or Green Bay? Because right like, now, today, probably Tampa. You'd rather play Tampa. I think so today. Mm-hmm. Now Green Bay may lose this weekend. Not even be in the playoffs. Yeah. Here's the one thing. There's a nuance to where the Bucks are. First I love of nuances. All, the Bucks it, it can just send a thank you letter to the putrid division. Tampa has not been a playoff-worthy team. They haven't played like one. Mm-hmm. Even the games they've won, they've had three points through, you know, with seven minutes to go in the game. You don't talk this way about downs. Jacksonville. Because we score 30, 40 points a game, and we're in games when we got hot and won. We're kind of in a putrid division. Though. Yeah, but we're not we talking. Just the, we're we not, just beat the Jets in Houston back-to-back. But we're not. We're also not having a conversation. Would you rather face Trevor or? Okay. It's a Tom Brady conversation, oh. so we're going to. Then you attack Tampa and the division and such. Yeah, the division is worse than the, our division. Uh, are the yeah. Miami On Dolphins par. Are the Miami Dolphins going to have Tua next year? I would think so. I mean, he's had an unbelievable year, and yet there's still doubt, right? Well, there's doubt because one thing that's becoming doubt is the head injuries. Yeah. I mean, at some point, don't they shut you down? You have eight or nine of those suckers? Doc Murphy told us last week he could envision like a Sidney Crosby-like year. Take the year off. Yeah. And and we, he can't afford to do that. He won't, yeah. but yeah. Tua can't afford to do that. He's no. not. He's, I, boy, it, that's, this guy was. I just watched him play the last. He was an MVP candidate. Yeah, I you know, know Jeff, but ago. I've watched him play the last two games, and yeah, I've never felt like he's, he's I've seen a quarterback get the numbers he gets because of the yeah. guys that he's got. Yeah. I mean, he, he hit Jalen Waddle on an 11-yard crossing route. And he went 85. Yeah, they do that. Tyreek Hilkin. But but you know, in fairness, you know, Tyreek did know. that for Mahomes. Ah. Well, Mahomes threw for 5,000 this year. Yeah, well, he... Mahomes can also throw, <laughs> you know, 80 yards. And Tua can't. That's can't. not his strength. Even the long shots they hit, they seem to wait on the ball a they little do. bit. A little bit. They do. Yeah, I don't it, – it seemed like a silly question. Well, the answer is yes, they're staying with Tua because what are the options, Dan? I know. Uh, e, I'm ready. What do you have for me? Why don't we do it when we come back? No, I want to do it now. Okay, well, authoritative. He's ready. He. This better be good. I mean, he's been talking this pop quiz up. Oh, since, he's got paper since I showed up today at yeah. you know, five fifty. Well, this is goody. I'm oh, excited. Yeah. We, we take, wrote it down. We're taking it to the basketball ranks. The NBA. Oh, oh, nice. My my specialty. I'm gonna struggle. All right, but I'm not afraid. So I'm, I'm playing. After Spider Mitchell dropped. 71 points he on did. the Chicago Bulls. Yes. Yeah. January 2nd, 2023. Okay. That was the 12th time in NBA history. 71 or plus? 70 or plus okay. have been scored. All right. I know some of them. Gentlemen, can you name me? Yeah. Let's, let's do this. Uh-huh. How many guys? Have, let's try and name yeah. the number of players. Because Wilt probably did it more than Wilt once. Wilt had the 100-point game. All right. So, that's a, hey, that's a good caveat right there. Yeah. So, there has, it's been done. How many different guys have done it? How many different guys have done yeah. it? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven guys have seven done it. Seven guys. So we know Wilt for sure. Right. We know Kobe for sure. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Spider. Pretty, Elgin Baylor. Elgin think, Baylor yeah. for sure. Elgin Baylor is correct. 
Okay. How about how about didn't didn't did Maravich have a game like that? I don't know about seventy. That's a lot awesome. of points. Uh, uh, uh. So we've gotten four so far. <laughs> You've gotten three so far. You got Wilt, Kobe, and Elgin. Okay. How about uh, well, I don't want to. Well, Spider. I, I mean, spider. so there's four. Okay. Uh-huh, that's four. What about Jerry West. Oh no no I know who did it. Um, didn't Booker do it? Devin Booker did it yeah. March 24th, 2017. He, he did it against the, the Celtics, I think. He did it against the How Celtics. How many did he have? 70. 70 on the nose? Mm-hmm. So that's five. Head, five out of seven? I don't know if he got 70, Hick. Yeah, I know. That's a lot I of points. I just don't. I'm tr- oh, what about um, did did you, David Thompson not have like 73? One, well, it, he needed it, to win the scoring title, and it came down to that last like, game with him Bernard and Iceman. Yeah. Iceman so, are, are, so It was Gervin and Thompson. Who had both. I think David Thompson had a 73-point game. Okay. I could be wrong on that. That is yeah. correct. David Thompson right. had a 73-point game April 9th, 1978. Yeah, wow. I think that Detroit was. Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Because him that and Iceman yeah. were fighting for the uh, scoring title. Correct. Oh, I think I know the last one. I think David Robinson did it. Oh, I like that. David Robinson Boom! scored 71 April 24th, 1994. That's it. Uh-huh. That's all seven. That's all seven yeah. of them. And Wilt did the rest. Yeah, that's how we roll. Right back. Yeah, I want to know Pete Maravich's career high, though. Who do you think you're dealing with here, <laughs> uh, It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. They're here to help, just like we are. And in all for all your plumbing services, here's your hotline number, okay? You take this down. 68 for Pete. Oof. 9800793 or visit BeatrosePlumbing.com. You were close. You were close. Uh, maybe that's why you remember. We're back. It's 8.52. We're hurtling towards the uh, Murphy Power Hour. Brought to you by ITP Partners. In fact, you know, he can join us now. I mean, he's here, so why why wait? Right, Ross? Oh, man, bats fourth. You don't get to hit him up second. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it goes. How are you, Happy friend? New Year. Thanks for having me. How are we doing? Friend? Everything good? Yeah. It's buzzing yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, school's in session. So Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm, I did. I enjoy uh, schedules. I love my more. kid. I love <laughs> his senior he year. He more at school. Uh, Dan time is back at home now. Man. We get uh, back home, we got a little clearing. You don't. You got little ones everywhere. Well, we got four of them. Yeah. You know, one of them doesn't move so fast, so we, <laughs> we know where that one's going. But the other three, yeah, we were... We were not displeased that school started, but it yes. was a great Christmas break. Good. Um, had a blast. Uh, really enjoyed it. Were you up and around? Were you in town? You we went were here in Jacksonville, then down to West Palm to see my wife's family. family. Yeah, uh, good. And then back up for the new year. Good. And Jen's kind of. So I used to travel. We used to go to Kentucky when I was a kid. So for okay. me, when I would come back, all the Christmas decorations were still up. So to me, it was Christmas until school started. Okay. So now, honestly, for me, officially, like we'll start pulling everything down in the house. Yeah. I saw Mrs. P. It. I think she may have been doing some work on that earlier this week. My wife pulled them down on the weekend. She, she brought, she's taking off all the. I take the uh, tree out, and, and everybody's happy. Yeah, yeah, you get to pick. Yeah. I get to I put like the tree it. away. I don't. We don't take it out anymore. Yeah. We're gone. Tree's gone. Fall city's buzzing though. Fall city's fall buzzing. I got my Trev jersey, my yeah. Trev Lawrence sixteen jersey in the car. All right. Is it a, is it a teal out? Is it's a teal that, out. It is teal. Well, out. I don't know if it's a teal out for no. the fans, but the, the boys are wearing teal. Okay, that's right. Did the, all the, teal. The fans, the fans voted. Yeah, yeah. The fans yeah. voted all teal. There's a, there is a. It's great. It's it's neat. Where this is awesome. Just walk around and people ask me about the Jags and, and the excitement about it. And you know, it's always been my dream that like on, you know, I've always want Jacksonville one day to be like. And I don't know if it ever will because we're in Florida, but. I love Jacksonville to be like Green Bay on Sundays in the respect. If you drive around Lambeau Stadium on a Sunday or mm-hmm. around the Green Bay area, there's no movement because mm-hmm. everybody's watching the Packers. Yeah. And that's kind of what I 
always yeah, envision with the Jacks. Kind of that real yeah. local feel. Yeah. I, mean, I, I listened to you guys talk to, to Tony Baselli mm-hmm. yesterday mm-hmm. and just talking about just trying to weigh the anxiety of yes. kind of the pressure that you put on yourself and then also the pleasure at which you want to take and like all of the hard work you've done mm-hmm. is to go express yourself. Right. And they're playing so good right now. Like to roll up into Houston and treat them like you're better than they are. Right. I've been on both sides of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, the side that Houston was on, that's unpleasant. That's not you know good. I mean? But yeah. it's just, they've got that feel right now of a ball club that's rolling through. And you don't know what's going to happen Saturday night. Right. But they've just rolled through and taken care of the teams they're supposed right. to. Go keep playing good football. We were talking a week of practice. We were talking to Lagerman yesterday off air, and he was talking about pressure games too. Like he said, in 96, the Jacks had a magical run in 96. What were they, Jeff? Three and seven at one point? Four and seven. Four and seven. Won their so, last five. So there was no pressure to win game five or game six. And then they get to all of a sudden, we're eight and seven. We're hosting the three and 12 Atlanta Falcons. And if we beat them, mm-hmm. we're in the playoffs. And the pressure got to them. <laughs> the pressure got to them. And that's from him, not us. Yeah. Yes. And, then, and then, Murph, mm-hmm. they went to the playoffs. Well, they went to Buffalo, no pressure, beat the mm-hmm. Bills. Uh, the Broncos got no shot, biggest underdog in the history, beat the Bronx. Those teams are feeling the pressure. But then you're playing for a trip to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The pressure. So there is something about the pressure. Uh, so, uh, and, and, okay. Go I ahead. Had, I had this thought as you're thinking because mm-hmm. I it, something similar, you know, I would say in, in, in my career, in our career, kind mm-hmm. of like whenever you would pick your head up and kind of see what was going on around you, then you gave yourself a choice you didn't even know. Like, right. Do I want how, – how much am I going to go back in there, kind of put my head down and just – and just do the work because the grind is expensive. Yes. And to come up, you almost see where I've come. Another one I thought as well, too, when there are less games mm-hmm. for other people to pay attention to. So right. So the last week of the season, how many games do we have this last week? We've got the Jaguars, the Titans, maybe the Packers, and the Lions maybe a playing game. Bengals, Broncos. Seattle. Maybe. But, like, like, well, the more focus on you, yeah. the more you, you can become aware of what's going on around yes. you. But I, I personally – was at my best, I feel like, when I would just focus on the work. That's where I found my freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, my freedom was in the work. Is that a learning process, though? Like, Well, I, I picked my you, head up one time. Yeah. Well, so I would say this. <laughs> I, after the, after the um, in 2015 in the yeah. postseason, yeah. we had a stretch off waiting to see who we are going to play. It was the first For the time, World Series? For the World Series. Because you swept the Cubs. It was the first Cubs. time we had been off. We almost had to sprint all the way through the regular season right. to beat, um, the Nats. And then we went five games with the Dodgers, yeah. straight into oh, the yeah. Cubs, four games. And then, well, we Is that played, when you picked your head up? Sweat, and then I kind of picked my yeah, head up. I wish you hadn't have done that. And I just mean, and, and from a personal standpoint, <laughs> right. kind of like, I remember that choice you have. Yeah. And I was like, I came up and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Like, what's going on? And then. But in know, fairness, what you did in those nine games is not going to continue for. But Any I would say more player. of what, and then as a team, yeah, I enjoyed when we were all just getting together, and you had to post at yeah. seven o'clock. Yeah, you just with the boys. Yeah, and it wasn't a did that I didn't enjoy being with the family and all this stuff that was right. going on. But like, you know, now I only I would go to the ballpark for a workout as opposed to like when you come in, mm-hmm. you look at the guy next to you, and it's like we're getting ready to post. Like yeah, we know, and so there's something about that that okay, just but lends itself to. There, there's a, it, it's. It's a fascinating immeasurable. Yeah. You're talking about professional athletes. I would submit to you that the athletic difference 
between them is minuscule. Yet some, I, it has to be pressure that defines successes and failures, I think, more than we think. And it's natural. That mean you're weak or you're scared or anything else. Some people's nerves manifest. Look, you think Tom Brady is any but better than Aaron Rodgers? You mentioned Brady as an addict, though. Yeah. Like, what are you addicted to? Part of what I think I now that we're talking about I was addicted to was the work. Yeah, the work, and then and then I found a way to to get real enjoyment out of expressing that work on the field, right? And doing well, right? You know what I mean. But to me, it seems like what gets Tom Brady and these guys, and like Derek Jeter, the ones because mm-hmm. to go deep into the postseason every single year is a choice. Yes, because you you give away. I say give away. You you don't your your peers have a full month on you in their off season. Mm-hmm. Like there's guys that last week the season the NFL. They're going to get to pick whatever they want in the offseason, and they may pick, I'm going to come and eat you from the first day, yeah. and you're still playing games. Now, you get to cut the nets down, possibly, right? but they still get an advantage on but you. But I wonder if the difference, like you said, okay, well, I lifted my head up. But the, on the flip side of that, or is this not the flip side? On the flip side of that, my question is, don't you want to enjoy the moment, yes. soak it in? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll ever be here again. This is the World Series. It's easier said than done, I would think. Well, I don't know, but I'm I'm asking if you – that's what I mean is when you say you lifted your head up, that to me is you trying to enjoy the moment, Mm -hmm. but you're saying it maybe as a negative, whereas can it be a positive too? I I don't know. I would say there's definitely both sides of Mm -hmm. it, and I I would say a lot of it for me personally Mm -hmm. was my choice. Like it just – to give your full measures is to to like just – you know, I was I didn't how about this I probably didn't really know what it was that was going on in those couple of days like oh man like you're the only game in town did you feel you pressure right. though, Daniel I mean as to the word pressure because that's the word we use about this weekend this is a young football team that like 96 hasn't had a bit of pressure on them they have not been under pressure. Can you this feel year. your heart beating like, different? Like, I'll say oh, this: I I, to throw I, up. there's a difference. I almost threw up okay, look, game five. Was this is a good, this is a perfect example. There's a difference between stepping onto the 17th tee at the players, 138 yards, with a bunch of charities watching you hit, and hitting 138-yard par three number three at your own club. Mm-hmm. It's just different. You feel different. I would suggest that some successful pros don't feel any different on that 17th tee in front of all those people. You think? Or do they know how to handle it? I don't it? think, I think they handle been... it. I just think they don't. it doesn't bother them. Well, I think mm. once you've been there enough times, and that's what I maybe go back to what the Jaguars are doing right yeah. now. They've been playing playoff games. Right, and so they've That's been preparing fair. for playoff games. They've been going out and mm-hmm. and doing exactly what you're supposed to do right. to the teams during this run right now. And so that was kind of the. But feel. nothing like they'll see Saturday no, night. They where it's you're still the been, only game. Yeah, it's all money. or nothing. Uh, prime time. Yeah. Trevor. Well, here's another thing too. Debut mm-hmm. to the world. Like what know. Daniel just said. Actually, in actuality, didn't play out that way. They could have lost. They could have lost twice more, and they'd still be hosting the Titans. So the kind of pressure that it. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's final yeah. this week. There's I've, no, yeah. well, if they lose next week and we win, or it might yeah. be outrageous. You know, as, it's, a, as a fan, it's it's been it's been really enjoyable to watch the maturation of this of the of the club this year. Yes. and on this run they've gone on, and it. I don't want to say surprised me, but just watching how freely they were all moving, and Trevor was specifically moving against Houston. Just, mm-hmm. and then even the the pick, I thought the defense comes out. In my mind, I thought, okay. Here's an opportunity to hold him to three because eventually, if you want to go yeah. where it is you want to go in this spot, you've got to hold him to three. Yeah. 
And so, like, these opportunities that they've been given, it feels like they've been taking full advantage mm-hmm. of each one of them. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, I, I, I'm so excited about Saturday. Yeah, I think we all yeah, are. Like, and that, that gets back to our original, the city is buzzing. Yeah, right? as well it should be. Yeah. And, 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 the, and, and the players, I would say, are going to have to deal with the, the, the pressure and the pleasure. Like, I remember Joe Madden one time in, in the All-Star game, he said, don't let the pressure outweigh the pleasure. And it was a really succinct way of saying that this is a choice. Right. Everyone knows you care. Right. Your teammates know you care. We've been with you. The fans know you care. We've been with you for, what, like six months now. How mm-hmm. long has it been since camp? Mm-hmm. Go have fun and express yourself. That's fair. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll head to the 9 o'clock hour. It's uh, the Murphy Power Hour. Brought to you by our friends at ITP Partners. We're rolling on with Daniel when we come back right here on The Drill. All right, we got D. Murph in the house, as in Daniel Murphy, our ITP Partners Power Hour. Uh, we're talking Jags. We're talking a lot of stuff, but I gotta, I gotta, we gotta, I gotta get a player's perspective on this Carlos Correa thing. I haven't talked to you about it. Like, what, what do you think? Braves two years, seventy million. Is that what we're looking at? <laughs> is that gonna turn around and happen? What do you think is gonna happen ultimately with Carlos Correa? And, and do you think I've heard this story, and I'll, I'll bounce this off you that Cohen, Mets owner, um. They agreed in principle, mm-hmm. and then they were going to sit down and work out some things because they, obviously they had to know about the physical uh-huh. from the Giants. Well, so, and then that kind of leaked out, and now it's like, so, I don't know what's right, going here, on. Let's go on an adventure, and I'll try to yeah. see how I've let's I've do that this a bit, and you tell me where I'm right, wrong, or mm-hmm. what sounds. Reasonable. That's what I'm here for. All right, cheers. <laughs> um, so, I think from the beginning, yes. Um, if you look at the 13-year, 350 with yeah. the Giants, yeah. Um, Something comes up in the medical. Right. Now, the Giants may now have learned about timing and releasing data. The, the big thing I would say, maybe even I'll just start for you're not supposed to be releasing this stuff because right. of situations like this. Mm-hmm. And that plays into as we go further. So they And pull, they did literally have a press conference oh, yeah. scheduled, so they, too. So they, they might the, assume that it's to introduce him yeah. as the face of their franchise. So there is a press conference yeah. scheduled day yeah. of he's at Correa's out there with Scott. Right. Morris, and it's like they pull it down. Well, the whole industry thinks something's up. Okay. okay, well, then they're trying to figure out. People are sorting it. It's, it turns out it's his foot or his ankle in mm-hmm. some capacity from an injury he had in the in minor leagues. 2014. 2014. Okay. All right. I think he's got a plate in there. Okay. All right. So Did nobody know it, he had a plate in there? I think they know. Everybody, you have access to the medicals. Right, you know before I mean? you sign. But also some of the medicals, too, isn't just the picture you see. It's the the paperwork you get from the Minnesota Twins and the treatment that he's getting. Okay. So if he's not getting any treatment, there's mm-hmm. going to be a a, mm-hmm. a, a a box of information that says he got treatment for his back over the course of the year or yeah. hamstring or nothing type okay. of thing. You know, All right. Just in these areas and nothing for the ankle. Okay. So from an from a, a representation perspective, like if I was an agent, it's like um my guy's on the market and now people are talking about him being banged up. Right. We need off the market. That would Quickly. be my thought. Quickly. I want off the market. Okay. I'd like to get something 80, 90, whatever percent of what I just, the 13, 350 that we just had pulled down off of us. Cause okay. that's what the giant said. We need time to think about this. Okay. All right. So, well, Scott, he calls, moves. he calls Mr. Cohen in Hawaii and they work out a deal. It's not okay. to say that they don't work out a deal in Principal, it seems for less. Yes, for twelve at three fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Right what there. was so the average? Three fifty thirteen. So he What's loses a year. He loses but a year. But the value at on let's say he loses a year times thirty. What is it? Thirty five. Basically. Yeah. So the the not in much principal to right. Cohen. Cohen gets a year off. Right. In in the AAV thirty right. thirty five forty whatever it ends right. up being. Um. 
Well, average so, annual value. Yeah, average yeah, yeah, annual yeah, yeah. value. So now well, mm-hmm. we got to do the medical. I'm I'm assuming someone's going to need to insure this contract. That's my guess. Okay. It's three hundred and fifteen million dollars. Okay. There's probably going to be insurance on this. Okay. Does that seem reasonable? We yes. Have insurance. Yeah, I follow. House, fire, all right. sorts. Okay, well, the medical rolls through and a doc says something's up. Okay. That's where it leads us now. Okay, help me. Why has this never happened before? Why is this unprecedented? Well, it has happened. It has happened. Well, I can't Balfour, remember Balfour, a player yes, of yes, this or- okay, caliber. So I, 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 this is not an attack on the Orioles. It's just to say that they seemed for a, a, season, a, a season of time yeah. to be a team that would fail guys after the release of uh, deals with them. And Grant Balfour is a specific yeah, but example. Again, okay. you're giving me deal, Grant Balfour. Carlos Correa is with a, one of the top targets well, on the mind well as the magnitude, as the magnitude of the contracts get bigger yeah well we've had one guy i mean bigger. i guess i'm not explaining it correctly huh. from the this is the most uh, the guy was about to be introduced with this unbelievable contract i mean there's a press conference he doesn't show up to and then he goes to the next place and four days after he quote agrees there it goes up in smoke. I've never well, seen the consternation over think, an injury that by that point everyone should know about. I think what we've learned is that <clears throat> These these contracts were agreed to in principle with, without their doctors looking at like right. the, the the nuts and the bolts, the meat and potatoes. That's yeah. not to say there's yeah. whatever. I don't. Know I've never seen that lack of due diligence. I'm not then. a doctor, right? It's, but what would what would tell me what a plate in the ankle like? What would be the long term concern or? I mean, from and. and from a fundamental perspective, yeah. we, we weren't we weren't born with plates in our ankles. Understood. That's not to say he won't have a fantastic career right. for the next decade and a half. Yeah, it's, yeah. If 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 we're if you're asking a question of like what our feet touch the ground, yeah, he's got something in there that wasn't supposed to be. When did you do the knee, the microfracture? Uh, the microfracture in two thousand and seventeen off season. And so you were still under contract with Washington. No, I was, um, yes, I was under contract, yes, okay. one more year with Washington. Okay, so there wasn't the, you weren't uh, a free agent with microfracture. Yeah, I would say as someone who's been injured before yeah. doing movement, our entire body is connected. Yeah. If you, if, you have, sure. if you have an oblique and you go to pull yourself out of bed in the mm-hmm. morning, you mm-hmm. realize that you use your oblique to pull yourself mm-hmm. out of bed. You didn't mm-hmm. know it. If you nick a calf Wait till 50 um, comes. And, go to, and go to hug your wife and realize I use my calf to hug mm-hmm. my wife, mm-hmm. well, so like it's all connected. I don't know what's going on in there, but right now, I mean, listening to Rosenthal, Ken yeah. Rosenthal, it said the expectation is that the, the, the contract's not going to look anything like the one that's out there right now. Now, I don't know if that means in terms of language, because Scott um, Boris has worked out different language with the deal with J.D. Martinez. Can you Boston. put in, is it legal to put in, in um, I'll pay you, but if this particular injury flares up and you can't play, then yeah, I don't have to pay. There has been language tied to you. Your contract in this year will be X if you. I think John Lackey one year played for the league minimum or a million dollars because he finished the previous year like with an elbow injury. Okay, and it was kind of built in that if you, you know, to for Tommy John surgery right. or something that you may be, the medical say you may be more predisposed to. Okay, do you think ultimately he's a New York Met, or yeah. uh-huh. does Scott Boris at some point go? No, I feel like, like let's just go take two years, sixty million with the Braves, which would be, of course, my biggest. Yeah, concern. I, I feel like he ends up being a Met, mm-hmm. you know, but I'd be. That's where I feel like it, yeah. it ends up. He did have his kid in a "I Love New York" T-shirt yesterday on Instagram. No, I don't. I don't I've never <laughs> thought. I just it's just very. We'll strange. take anything it, at this point, Daniel. Correct me if I'm wrong. The guy was in free agency last year. Yeah, I mean, I there's a huge gulf here of of either unprofessionalism mm. or whatever. Then yeah. 
if you agree in so I guess maybe it's something maybe like it's this. The Minnesota, aggressive. Twin, Minnesota Twins a year ago mm-hmm. were willing to be on the hook for what was it? Three because he was going to get the option. Yeah. Yeah. Three years at yeah. what was it? Ninety, hundred right. million. Yeah. So whatever they saw in the medicals a year ago yeah. at three times thirty-five, right. they didn't want to. There do was nine a difference times. between yeah. thirteen. At I just don't know how. Yeah. So, so there's. It, I put this more on the Does that make sense. Gi- I put this more on the Giants than the Mets. I'm not criticizing the teams here. I'm yeah. criticizing. This is big. This is McDonald's saying we're debuting the new yeah. Rancho <laughs> Super Mongo Burger tomorrow, yeah. and then it never shows up. The I timing, mean, the timing of it, yes. You, yeah. you, the medicals first, and yes. so as you know, talking with my agent, it's one of the things he's he wants to keep. He walks around with medicals. He so, doesn't I mean, want the news to get out of the signing until you, the medicals have been signed yeah, off on. We, this there needs to be a deal here because when you hit the market mm-hmm. and now you're carrying this anchor of, yeah. a, of of getting your medical whacked yes. in front of the whole world. That's right. why I think Scott moves so quickly. Right, and it's 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 perfectly reasonable thing you should do for your client. I would look to do the same thing. Sure, you're out there, like the market's looking at you like you're broken. Right, you need off the market. And okay, so because he's not. On a team yet, who's to blame in this? Is Jeff right? Is it the Giants? Is it is it Boris? Is it Carlos? No, I, I mean, somebody's who, I telling the media they don't just make it up. So somebody within one of those camps who knows mm-hmm. tells them the deal's been reached or it's agreed upon or. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it'd be hard to say from this perspective unless you're just looking at someone and saying that no matter what happens with this medical, we're mm-hmm. going to get this done. That yeah. like there's just this understanding that we get. Each side gets a last chance to look like, you know, we're going to agree right. to this contract, but we got to look and make sure. Right. That, and, and part part of the medical, that's just, that's the due diligence. It seems like the timing at which the Giants, to begin with, got their hands on and thought, we need more time. Right. Was not good when right. you were about to right. do your unveiling mm-hmm. like McDonald's mm-hmm. with the new double Super McFlurry. Rancho. Yeah, what was it? Was, I have no idea. <laughs> sounded good, though. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's in San Francisco. <laughs> From that perspective, that's not a Grant Balfour situation where the medical gets dinged and he's back on well, the I just meant the market. caliber of player. With all due respect to Grant Balfour, no, I, and everyone's important, but Carlos Correa is a, you know, mm-hmm. is a, is a all-league player. He's a most sought-after guy on free agency. And for it to twice be a deal that's well, pulled off the table just seems would, like somebody's not doing it right. The second one isn't as surprising as the first one. But weren't the Mets also? We were at announcement day, right? We were at presenting to no. the media. It was, seemed like we were was close a, to it, it at least. No. It was, I think they were at, what, did Cohen? So there was, I think passing some had written about it. It was, it was Cohen um, and and um, the the GM. Is who, the, uh, Epler. Epler. Billy Epler. And uh, Cohen, I believe, who was out there mm-hmm. in Boris. And they sorted this thing out. And... Well, you yeah. still got to look at the medicals, though. Yeah, I like, hear that's, you. Well, it's, I guess in the future, for the so, sake of okay. your fan base, look at the medicals before you tell everyone okay. you've reached so agreement. I guess, how about this? That's what I mean. But I would say as well, too, with the deal, the, the you know, in my experience, my medicals have been looked at after a, a deal had been kind of agreed upon. The lesser the scale, you know what I mean? And yeah. also the – Yeah, yeah, yeah. But – the timing Still. on it in the industry probably should be revisited. Right. Especially that, the, the, yeah, the check higher Check that the box before you say, hey, uh, yeah. we've agreed. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dana, what would keep it uh, – it's safe to say, I don't know the right way to phrase this question. I mean, it, it's a fact that the game has evolved that way. I don't know if it's good, bad, or indifferent, but the game has become homer, strikeout, walk. That's the game right now for the most part. Mm-hmm. Right? Would you agree with that? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean the emphasis I mean, is on the, hitting long balls, well, right? The Braves hit 72 more home runs than the Mets last year, and that's why they were given credit. Why wouldn't every Major League Baseball team say, until they get the fences into the distance where they hit as many homers as everyone else, why don't people move the – like, I see your team's moving the – you know your team's moving the fences in? Yeah. You know, why wouldn't more teams do it? Is that a strategy? Is that a year-to-year, like, game plan oh. or – you know yeah, what I'm, that's, I'm not sure what equal the, the pro- playing field yeah, or what the protocol is yeah. on each ballpark. Kind of, I think they have the right to do whatever. Yeah, they're putting up a scoreboard too. They're doing some eight feet six inches, yeah. um, is right center right, right. at the at the three seventy foot marker. David will be Better so for you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David would hit a few yeah. out there. Yeah. I do remember when we first got to City Field and David, that was a they moved uh, him in already once, right? Yeah, they moved left field in. Yeah, and then right center port. I mean, oh my goodness, and I it wasn't. Like, I was just... I mean, certainly there's some design there because we've seen ballparks that used to be hitter-friendly become pitcher-friendly. It depends on how your team is built. What's... Like, the ALEs to me, are they're all band boxes in my head. Uh, What... what? You got to go to get one out in right center in Fenway. Like, Teddy Ballgame had to to really... Had to... The dimensions in Fenway are weird. Yeah, they're unique. Yeah, very... And and cool, by the way. I love them. I mean, watching that documentary that Ken Burns won in Fenway just came up again. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It is. It does go from right field. It just goes whoop, almost straight out. I love the pesky pole. Yeah. I love the green well, monster. So Obviously, I, I love center and how Jackie Bradley Jr. patrolled out there for you. I mean, I would say it maybe this way if I could paint a picture. Is, um, mm-hmm. So, taking BP there when I would hit balls to like deep right center that I thought I got pretty good. Are you talking where? In Fenway. Okay. Like, they were not as well rewarded as I used to them being <laughs> okay. in like other ballparks. Right. What about, what about San Francisco? What do they call it? Triples Alley? Yeah. Tri- it, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. If you cavernous. Yes. Yeah. There's spots where it's. You know, yeah, now yeah. if you okay. yank it down the line. All right, so one yeah. more. Okay, I hit a ball there that I thought for sure was out. <laughs> like, for sure. Like, one of the best <laughs> balls I've ever hit in my life. So uh-huh. I, I drop it into, like, you know, just low first gear. Home run mode. Yeah, yeah. just taking it easy. Yeah, he went Acuna, is what he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and then it hits the wall, and as I'm going in a second, it hits the wall, and I don't, I didn't have a great running gait. So Triples I like, alley. Yeah, I throw, I throw my chest way up in the air and pull, <laughs> and I, like, nick my hamstring a little bit, and I'm so embarrassed because what in the world? Because it's a ball that had to be a triple. Yes. No matter how you start, you got to end up on third. That yes. was the only – well, yeah. it cost me something. I should have just kind of, like, ran it properly, but I did. I stood up on this ball. It was a little foggy, um, but I had to get the skipper to take me out <laughs> <laughs> triples alley he didn't get is a there is there a, uh, it's big out there is there especially a, the brick like, right that's really right. a long way not the brick to right what street. is the what is the uh like is there one that's really like that's pretty unique fenway's unique are there any other ones that remember you, the remember the astros used to have the hill yeah, that was God. awful yeah. that was crazy oh man yeah, what that, is that? It's like you, you, you have a, a hill if you don't there too, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, on the field, you have you have a hill if you don't have an option. You don't the hill put is it dangerous. In. Yeah, yeah. I used to play, you know, live in West Virginia, that playing, where, playing that, like Babe Ruth baseball, and there was like a train track that went right through right field. I is mean, that like where right uh, did Edmonds have that catch in Houston? Uh, you remember Jim kinda, Edmonds kinda, went like kind of tri- really uh, stumbled going up the hill a little bit. He kind of laid out this. I got Andrew look. Jones ran halfway up the hill one time and then missed it and tumbled uh, back down. I remember that. The that was catch. I saw that when the Does, other day. Uh, forget oh. the uh, personal and and to wheel around and throw you, it. You want? Now how about this? I've yeah. been watching a bit of positions. If you can get a still mm-hmm. of the position that like. Willie Mays is in. Yeah, as he throws that ball, mm-hmm. like he could have pitched and blown everybody's doors off. It's just what yeah. about um, length? He's got length. Yeah, He's long and athletic. You know, I feel it looks like Trev chucking that ball in there. Forever, Trevor. Yeah, um, I, I still think Andy Chavez's catch is the best one I've ever seen, though, in the playoffs when he went up left field. Oh went yeah, up yeah, and yeah, over. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
his uh, uh, his faults, his personality, his legal issues aside. Kansas City is where Jimmy is. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Huh? Good for you. Man, he's got the Jim Edmonds catch-up. Look at it. He's, yeah, he's – how did I do that? Nice. Now yeah. more well-known for his off-the-field antics than on the field, but Jimmy Edmonds. Yeah. Does Trevor Bauer, uh, Trevor Bauer have – can you – be away from the game for two years and be expected to be the so, kind of impact player that he was when his uh, well behavior circumstances. I would whatever, say impact player the way he was is going to at the least take some time to catch up. I would say right. to this to get to the levels. I think he I was see him on YouTube from, pitching like so high yeah, schoolers I've, and stuff. Yeah, I mean he's got he's got a setup. I watch I follow his Twitter a bit and then he he's been throwing. Yeah, and like he's still going and goes to a velocity. college and he throws to yeah, college and so kids and stuff. Working yeah. out as if you know he acts like he wants to still throw. Oh, How good was Bauer at his best? Um, did well, you face year, him in his, in his prime, or had he not so gotten there yet? I didn't face him in Cincinnati. Um, in he won the side there, didn't he, in right? the short year? I think so, yeah. yeah. And had a, may have, he may have had some assistance on the ball. Oh, that oh, was yeah, the, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. But that he was, was like, it. that, like, um, faced him. I'm trying to think if I faced him. Like he was he was one of the first ones that that I remember watching, and I can't remember if I faced him, but but really was trying to take full advantage of a, basically throwing balls that went different directions out of the same window, if that makes sense. Well, but based on how you hold the yeah, grip, well, based yeah, on the like, seams so and the – and when he a, says the same window, the arm looks the same coming at you, yeah, but the ball does so different things. So from a hitter's perspective, what was most difficult for me, and the St. Louis Cardinals guys were really good at this, is like uh, Wainwright and Carpenter, they would throw balls and they would release it in the same exact spot, but they'd go two to – Two different directions. Right. That's that is unpleasant. Yeah. Because I I, I can do. Are one you direction. guessing there I or have to, yeah? Just guess. You, I have to. You have to move your strike zone a bit. So like yeah. especially the cutter. If you if you if you if you have a cutter and that's a ball that's breaking into me and mm -hmm. I and I wanted it close to me. Mm -hmm. Well, the smart guys and Yadi would do this. He would start the cutter in the spot I want. So think of the plate as seven balls wide. Right. One is closest to you. Seven is furthest away okay. on the black. Right. I liked it in that two or three kind right. of like a two and a half area. It's right. the hot well, zones when you yeah. watch the game and they yeah. put the box. Yeah. Up. That's I liked it close to me. Yeah. All right. Well, Yadi would be like, okay, sucker, I'll give it close <laughs> to you, but it's not going to finish there. So ah. he'd start one a little inside. And of that, you're and going. I, I'd be swinging at balls. Yeah. My nipple, man. Like just, <laughs> just, and so I say that like Trev Bauer wasn't one that he was one of the ones that started like early on with the metrics. What does the data tell me of far as like how I'm releasing this and then kind of the direction it's going? Should have obviously there's some risk there. The guy's loopy before all the legal stuff, but it should have should have is he worth a contender taking a look? I mean, Somebody will. Right? I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I got to be honest. I mean, if you're, 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 you're you know, you give me my options for my fourth or fifth starter. If you want to throw Trevor Brower in there and I'm taking know, him. knock everybody up or down a notch, you know, that the, the Dodgers aren't going to keep him. It seems right. like you just kind of want to get him off the West Coast and it'll be more forgotten of what I have, went I mean, on. I'm following his his Twitter a bit. Like I think he's 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 excited for the the opportunity to release some content this season. Right. So it's like you're. You're getting someone who's who's a baseball player, and then there's other things that are coming. I'm not saying it's not valuable. He can still he can still go pitch. He's certainly worth a job. It's just he might find a revenue stream and some enjoyment with YouTube that would keep him from. Does no, he I, want from his feet? Does he want to go back to the majors? Does I he indicated sure. that. You know, yes. I don't think. How old is Trevor Bauer? He's anyway? not that old. Thirty-one, maybe thirty. Uh, I mean, he was a dumb. I mean. I think you forget too that year he was with his first year with the Dodgers. Right. I think I he guess, was off to a great start when all that happened. I think I think it was like seven and one. And no, he was. Um, 
eight and five that year, I think. But a good ERA then? I looked at it. He's it thirty one. It impressed me more than eight and five. So he must have had a good ERA or something. Uh, he's eight and five with a two five nine yeah. coming off the five and four one seven three. Which one the side? COVID year, Cincinnati. Wow, that's just eleven stars. Anyway, I, it's not a major story. I was just curious because it it seems like the Dodgers. Well, are they just if they're getting some. I think uh, as of Friday, the the, the Dodgers. Did I think they, they're basically saying they're going to release him. Yeah, is what I've heard. I think they have a decision to make um, for the forty man roster. Like they have to make a decision yeah. by Friday. All right, it's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. It's the Murphy Power Hour, and we'll put a wrap on it when we come back next. You're listening to the Drill on Ten Ten XL ninety two point five FM. <laughs> You're listening to the Daniel Murphy Power Hour, presented by ITP Partners on 1010XL. Oh, if we only had a camera. Hanging out with Daniel Murphy here. It's the ITP Partners Power Hour. We appreciate our friends at ITP he's a, Partners. He's a bad scientist, I'll he tell is. you. I stopped. I was playing his golf course before the holidays, and I stopped by. I said, well, hey, I think that Daniel. And I happened to see him out back, and I went over, and it's like a laboratory. It is. He's, he's oh, yeah. He had stuff hanging and Baseball targets and... and 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 his know, rings. These three he guys. These three guys come over. You know, hey, all they probably want is a, is an interview. And Daniel's you know teaching about eighteen hundreds you know pitching philosophy. <laughs> yeah, Murphy in the lab. <laughs> He's in the lab. He's in the lab. I love He's it. There. He's on his adventure. Let him have his adventure. No, it was good to have you guys stop by. Yeah, um, that was good. It was good to see you. They, they, they <laughs> was sitting in the. Uh, that was right before the holidays. Yeah, it was right before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they uh, always get a kick out of seeing a superstar, you know. I don't, yeah. The boys always do. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Everyone is always welcome at uh, Sixteen Green. Uh, what's <laughs> What's the scariest if there is one? I, it probably doesn't compare to what we saw in Monday Night Football, but uh, anything comparatively happened to you on you know in a game you were involved in? Yeah, um, I would say David getting hit in the head was one because I was on deck and I saw his eyes. Oh, and I was like. Do they roll or yeah, he's not glassy? Yeah, it just kind of. If you yeah. were in a situation, injury situation where because we've seen guys get hit, we've seen scary mm-hmm. things, and even guys go off on stretcher where they were getting out the defib, that would sh- you know shocking people back to life. I don't yeah. know how you, I don't know what the lag time is on on your nervous system. Yeah, yeah, for that. sure. Um, yeah, yeah. When you get to talk to a therapist, probably yeah. that's yeah. something that'll come. Well, so now even as you say that, you kind of go like those guys to a certain extent, understand the choice that they're making. Sure. But to have it stuck in your face like that yeah. is completely different. We, I was a young sportscaster way back in the day, and me and Pross talked about this the other day, but it was John McSherry, right? Yes, he was so. a He was umpiring, I think it was opening day, home plate, and he dropped and died mm. right there on the field. Um, this is like was, mid-'90s, 95, maybe? Yeah, yeah, and it was, uh, it was not one like – when I reported on it, mm-hmm. I didn't show it. It was mm-hmm. that kind of chilling oh, to yeah, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just to show the video. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not yeah. going to show this guy. He's just walking, poof, down he went. And it was yeah. it was awful. And that's kind of what. They died April 1st. It must have been opening day. I think it was opening Cincinnati, day. 1996. And, yeah. And it always, um, that's what I thought back to when I saw what happened to this young man. Now, this young man is 24 years old. Well, that's, so. yeah, I think I was, that. that's, I mean, you don't. Make sure we three hundred pounds too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Now there's this thing, and this actually happens much more in, in baseball than football. But and it's our one of our biggest worries when we have young kids playing baseball, mm-hmm. and that's getting hit in the chest mm-hmm. with a baseball at the right, mo- the wrong moment, the mm-hmm. very wrong moment, because if it catches you in the right spot, it's called commotio. I forget what it's called. Something. 
cardio thing and it can stop your heart just like that. Like off of a, what, like a metal like, bat? Like pitchers yeah. getting hit on a line drive like in a youth or game? like what? Yes. 10, 11, 12 years we old. We had a young man in you South. Wood bats. We had a young man in South Georgia though. I think at first base uh-huh. and just catching a ball and missed it. Well, the, the Fletcher had a lacrosse goalie. They did like a documentary movie about it. Lacrosse, yeah. Years ago, they got hit and yeah. died, and they oh life they got brought him back yeah, to life a, and life. Oh, so there's like a, a like a like a time at which your heart is beating. Yeah, catch it if you get hit in the chest in between beats of the heart, it uh-huh. can make your heart stop, and mm. it's com- more common than you would think. Now, I don't mean it's like you know, well, like hundreds in every town every summer, right. but it happens. It's called commotio cordis, mm-hmm. and it's a sudden mm-hmm. arrhythmic death caused by a low mild chest wall impact. It's seen mostly in athletes between the ages of 8 and 18 who are partaking in sports with projectiles like baseballs, yeah. hockey pucks. I and don't know. And, and they the have sports. not said yeah. that. Like they all have, the sports. Yeah. They have not said that that's what happened. No, 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 I, no. In fact, the more I look at the video, I doubt that that's what happened. It did not. By the way. Because uh, here's why. Yeah. You, have, you have all these pads on. These guys get hit there all the time. You're telling yeah. me the history of the NFL. Yeah. No one's got hit in the chest in the middle of a, of a heartbeat? Yeah, that doesn't make sense to and me. And it wasn't his head; it was his shoulder. Pad yeah, it that just went didn't look it. like the. It was a good hit. What but. you hear though about that thing is like you get drilled right in the sternum, right? Not like in the ribs or mm-hmm. you know on the shoulder. It's got to hit you like on the yeah, heart almost. Yeah, yeah so yeah, no um, less scary. Don't don't get me wrong. Uh, Bart Scott yesterday, for some odd reason, <laughs> decided it was T Higgins' fault. That's and stupid. went with that take yeah, that's and dumb. got annihilated yeah, that's by it. There's mean, so I, many people. There's too much media, too many people trying to come up with an answer that's something more than obvious. Too many people trying to be noticed. Like, yeah. bro, chill. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. There's only three. You know, sometimes a, a problem or a question or a situation only has an answer or two. Because you go for answer number seven or eight doesn't make it yeah. valid. It's just weird. And the goodness that has come out of this, yeah, and it's, it's we're awesome. still Again. praying for the young man, but his – he had a little GoFundMe account. Yeah, I saw that. Twenty five hundred well, bucks. People want a, want a yeah. way to, you know, say we're with you, man. Yeah, yeah. As, yeah. as little as they know they are, this right. is how they can express right. it. Right. Right. So, but it's be. it's it's always I I always love that when the human spirit comes to get when people come together and right. we see it a lot. So I mean, divisive, storm know? victims, or and it doesn't. Yeah. And it, again, that's the big lie the media tells you about the fractured this and hate that. Well, it's a lie. I, part, I mean, it part, is. part of the reason we have such a great society is because we value human life. And so when Correct. we see it, um, yeah. like in front of us, you mm-hmm. know, look as fleeting as we know it is, mm-hmm. you know, we, yeah. we want to be with Scary. that person and their family. Scary for sure. No question. All right. That's the Murphy power hour. Yeah. Good to Fantastic. see you. Daniel. For letting me roll always. up on you early. Appreciate you. you got any, um, year. before Anytime. we leave you, you want to come back tomorrow? Before Make we let you run, do you have oh. any uh, Tottenham updates, any soccer updates Oof, from across man. the pond? How uh, are we did doing? Did I see Fulham yeah. beat Tottenham recently? Did they? I don't man, know. I'm my, asking Murph. My boys probably don't have the right skipper. Oh, I don't think okay. they're not a, they don't look at Champions League side. Okay. And then uh, Harry as well, unfortunately. Harry Kane. The England yeah, he plays for Tottenham. The, the spot, yeah. penalty spot kick. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I don't, oh, messing I, with his oh, head. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. <laughs> I got something for you. This is going to be amazing. Oh, okay. This is a soccer take that I didn't know. And I even follow a little bit more soccer than you. Right, a lot more probably, okay. yeah. And maybe all, maybe they're like, yeah, no kidding, dumb dumb. Mm-hmm. Who are the two most like noticed best players from the World Cup? Mbappe and Messi and Messi. Messi. Mm-hmm. And then you probably know Neymar, right? From yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know those three play on the same professional yeah, team? How did they not win everything, dude? <laughs> the French league doesn't prepare you for Europe, bro. I'm just... They've got Mbappe. 
Messi and Ney, arguably the three best players in the world. That's, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. About, they don't the win the Champions League? Maybe they should I'm have. sure they win their little league yeah, league. Yeah, they win the French yeah. League one, but they, they, they haven't – I don't know if they've been to the semis in a That's while. That's crazy, like they, Maybe they should add Lewandowski. The Pol- <laughs> well, Polish I brother. I don't know. Maybe get one of those. Huh? Get, uh, you know. Come on, Jags this weekend. Let's go. Let's go, Let's Jags. Go. All right, Murph. But Thank you, Murph. All right, things. we'll come back. We'll put a wrap on uh, a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Listen, uh, here you go. Here's a hotline for you. 980-0793. If you're online, go to BeatrosePlumbing.com. But let that be your first call for help for all your plumbing needs in Northeast Florida because inevitably you're going to have them. One family, one team, one future. Beatrice Plumbing, here to help. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. I just got a, uh, throwing lessons for my 60-year-old body. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> Murph, is, Murph is a nut, man. I he's a, sci- he's a mad he's scientist a when it comes to baseball. He's yeah. in all these, like, you know, the leveraging and he had me do some like yoga pose over here i still not sure what i did or why <laughs> I, I did it i, saw it too. I don't I know what he was I telling me I, I, still, I still i don't i, I want to get this in before he gets in the car we got a delay i still <laughs> right now i have no idea what i just did or what it did he got up gave me a wink we discovered something together yeah. I, okay journey of discovery <laughs> hello tony good morning uh what's cooking on a as you get ready for Jaguars today, we got Hump Day Wednesday, man. We got a game coming up in the most important and, regular season game in Jags history. And, and Tony, yeah. we said this before. I don't know if we've measured it, you know, well enough, and maybe it's not measurable. For a young football team, mm-hmm. this is really the first, the first time they face real pressure. This is it. I mean, I, I, yeah. you can sell me the minimal amount of pressure when you're four and eight and playing out the string. You can say that it's playoffs or whatever. Yeah, it's not pressure. This is when you're on yeah. lose, you're done, and and. That doesn't happen very often. Usually in football, by week 14 or 15, you'll know one way or the other. Yeah, and I think, you know, talking to Leon briefly yesterday and obviously having logs in yesterday on Tuesday and talking to them about the way the 96 season ended, right? And the lack of pressure that they felt during the run up to the Atlanta game. And then and then there's pressure. Then right. it's, okay, now it's real, Right, and you get that lead late against Atlanta, and then Atlanta scores, and it's like, okay, now it's a two-point lead, and you start really feeling it in that that grinder. Right, it it is different. It's not the same as you know playing at the Jets or at Houston. It's not the same this week with Tennessee coming to town. I'm curious to see, as I said yesterday, I'm curious to see how the 53-man roster reacts to it because mm-hmm. I feel good about what coach and quarterback are going to do in that Crucible. I'm not sure. No one's been in it. The whole thing. Yeah. Right, they don't have it. Do. Think about the players, impact players, even that they've signed. Vatakasi, yeah. loser Jets. Yeah. Aluakan, loser Falcons. Right. I and mean, like 96, I'm assuming they're going to win this week, and I'm going to pick them, obviously, yeah, to win this week against Tennessee. Yeah. I think the Be week nervous. after that, you go back to being loose. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I think that's a real yeah, thing. Yeah. But this week, there is that chance that you get I, I, real tight because of what's on the line. We'll talk more about this as we go through the week. There's so, so many different angles and fun things to talk about. But I, I'm also curious if have we ever had a Jaguars defense go back to back weeks and not give up a touchdown and really not have a whole lot of respect or, or like no. of it, right? Does anyone think that that's what the defense is? Some and it's not shut exactly down. a great offense coming in this week. Yeah. Right. I know, but, you know, the, you know right. he, Here's a defense that would malign, rightly so. Yes. It's 
Gone you back th- to back weeks. Yeah, with but you no- got to throw the caveat out. That quarterback ter- played last two weeks is no, it's terrible. Horrendous. It shouldn't be any better Not this any Sunday. Better this week. No, Correct. Josh Dobbs yeah. can't keep a can't keep a practice squad slot halfway around the league. Yeah, it's just that. Derek and that's Henry who they're starting. Deal, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've got a, and I'm, I, well, like would be a relative word because they're your hated rivals, but I find myself with Rabel like liking the guy like. I don't even like to see his face anymore. I don't know. I found I'm you building know, up. I don't like Mike Vrabel. Thinks his don't stink a little. Who bit. did Mike Vrabel start his NFL career with? Uh, the Steelers, wasn't it? Yeah, I forgot that. No, I was, was watching the other day. Made, yeah, he had a big play against the Patriots. Yeah, he's a good player. Uh, knocked the ball away yeah. from um, for them. He was Bledsoe. Yeah. And and yeah, I I just remember him with the Patriots. I guess is what sure. I do. So well, anyway, we, we do. You know, we still. Uh, I think we still need one more. You know exorcism of the titans oh yeah you know it's been a lot through the years they've embarrassed us on the big scale the small scale we got that win last time i think this could you know always hurt but the dominance the mastery will be gone all right have a great show tone thank you thank you jaguars today is next it's been a beatrose plumbing uh wednesday and we're back for more tomorrow see you then